It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Coffee and cream on Hale Varsity Radio with Andrew Rogers and Damon Benning. Final ticks. Epps won't matter, but it does go. And that'll do it. Penn State, might that be the one that gets him into the dance? Under 10 to go. Get the drive. Roller. That means the guy with the ball can get his game on. On the other end, a one-handed slam for Pharrell Payne. The Luma. No place to go. Seven to shoot. Alexander's got to hurry. That's a fly. Goodness. Luma. Alexander fades. There you go. Good player. Really talented kid. Nothing easy right now. This team has become a nice extra pass by Shireman. Plenty of time. You know, on the season we played 32 games, and you know we're whatever we are, top 12 or 13 in defense and top 30 in offense. So we've been relatively consistent most of the year. Tonight, I thought we were exceptional offensively with our ball movement and a good mix of inside and out. Defensively, that's just you know our attention to detail that first. You know, 26, 27 minutes of the game was was really on point. A lot of excitement after the victory from Madison Square Garden last night. Coffee and cream in the morning on Hale Varsity Radio, powered by Currency, live from the H&H Chevrolet stage at Hale Varsity Club. Andrew Rogers, Damon Benning here, and... You know what's unique and what's interesting about that win last night for Creighton was, and I'm going to give credit, I'm going to give credit where credit is due. I was talking with DB after the show yesterday, and he had said, man, Andrew, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a drumming. I think it's, I think it's Creighton's game. Because I said, DB, the line's four and a half. Would you take Creighton or would you give a little buffer and take Villanova with the points. And he's like, come on, man. It's, it's Creighton. I have Creighton winning the Big East, the Big East championship this year. It's, go, it's going to be Creighton. Well, for the first 26 minutes of that game, no doubt that it was Creighton. That was probably the best start I've seen out of this Blue Jays group since Maui. Is that an extreme? No, I thought like total, like uh, complete effort. I mean, they showed why – and Matt, Coach Max said it, I think, right after the post game. right? He's like, hey, you know, we're top 30 offense, we're top 15 defense. That was pretty complete. I, I just I, – I thought we were too fresh off of what, uh, you know, Villanova had done to, to Creighton the, the first couple of times around just because I, I, we just overthought it. I was like, better team. 
Better players. I can admit that I overthought it. Better coach. <laughs> that that's all. Like I was like, I'm not, I'm not falling for this one. They'll do the same thing tonight. All right. I what are they? Three and a half, four point favorite. They'll they'll yep. be they'll beat Xavier tonight. And it's and it's going to be because. <sighs> nah, I don't know if I want to get this specific because, like the big three were doing the darn thing last night, right? <laughs> Cole Trey and 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 R two. And I don't think that'll change. But listen, Sherman had to fight off foul trouble. He didn't get it going until he got some time back on the floor. When Kaluma is not in your Villanova postgame scouting report, you probably have a good chance to play a little different tonight. Hey, Kaluma could go get grab you 18 tonight and not give it a second thought. And I don't, I don't think Xavier guards well enough. Somebody, and my guess is Kaluma, because I, I think he's the guy that goes off tonight because wow. it's going to be somebody different. Sharman uh, should be well-rested after sitting a while with fouls. It's just too hard. I don't know. It's like I was talking to you and, and Matty D. Uh, D. Marinas who is pretty fantastic. Uh, too many ways to get you. I know it's the usual suspects. I'm not saying like, oh man, he's got a good nine deep. It could be, but it could be any three of the five on any given night. I just, I just think it's too much. Yeah, there are those occasions where it's just one, maybe two Blue Jays that are leading the way, and then the other three kind of fall off, and that's when you get into some choppy water, that dicey territory. But not last night. I mean, even though. Shireman got into foul trouble. He almost ended with a triple double. Yeah, and let's oh well, he had the five. The six. when he was sharing the ball early, I was like, oh, this and, might be oh, this goodness, might be a good those night. Pass. You know, I, I kept saying as I'm watching on, on TV, I kept going, nice pass. Oh, what a pass! What a good look. I didn't give Kalkbrenner enough credit though for making the cut. Hey, how about some of the catches? Like, don't sleep on Kalkbrenner's hands. Some of the, the little skip bounce pass he threw, it was kind of on his left hip. He scooped that bad boy like no big deal. It was, it was like, yeah, it was like a Doc Sadler Mormon. I can't find your no little adapter. Deal. Yeah, I hate the setup in, with these cords. I, I mean, full disclosure. Yeah, they are kind of all over the place. Sucks, but um, I suppose I'll find it. Well, we, we had kind point. of a unique morning. Uh, I don't know where my adapter is, Shane. So we had kind of a unique morning because – when I walked in, the table was actually backwards. Yeah. I, um, so, like, it, it was the crescent moon that we sit at yeah. was pointed to the wall yeah. opposed to be appointed to the big double doors. And so Shane and I were, like, m- moving around tables. And then TV walks in and goes, I forgot my work laptop at home. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know what happened? Please it, tell me it was in your car the whole time. No, it's at Westside. This isn't. Oh, no. No, this is my backup. This is my. This is my Husker radio bag. This oh, isn't no. This isn't my herd up bag. Yeah, so I call Coach Samanji, and thank goodness he gets to school early. I go, hey. I said, can you check and see if I left my, my gray herd up work back back there? Because we had eighth grade open house last night. So, I, I mean, at the high school until, well, thankfully, the, the Jays game started late. Cause I was at the and bed. not just late, late, late. Yeah, I didn't, start, I didn't leave there until like 8.30. Oh, so you got the tip? <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I got I got plenty of time for this. So uh, I'm on my, my work laptop. I, I maybe will come online 
It's Friday. And let people see me <laughs> later. I'm here. I exist. But DB it is Friday. is in the chair. It's, it's, it's a big day. And I, I went back and forth over whether we should have Coach Simons on or not. And I was like, nah, I don't want to talk to you on game day. <laughs> I didn't even talk is to it you. a jinx reason or is it just um, you don't want to last you time don't want to mess with the mind here's the deal I'm not as you know I'm not superstitious but uh last time I talked to him on game day they took an L now they could take one tonight most people think they will so it's not going to be due to whether we talk to him or not I think he's going to talk to one of the uh, the uh, other other networks. Don't pay attention to that one. But the uh, it's a it's one of those days. Last night, I knew it was a big game, potentially, because you heard him call me yesterday during the show. Right? It's the typical dad. He's like, "Well, three things." I can't even remember what the first two were. <laughs> but the third little one, king was probably one of them. No, what was it? I can't. <laughs> I, I, well, I, he loves himself a a sub sandwich. Yeah, turkey, turkey, cheese, light mayo, twelve inch on white. Um, that is exactly right. He does love him some little king. But anyway, he wanted some Epsom salt, and I was like, "You good?" He's like, "Listen, man, I I want to be right." So he's got some treatment. He put the little inflatable things on his legs he's in some epsom salt oh this one must be a big one because <laughs> this one must matter <laughs> this one, and and he lo- he Not he he lo- he just lo- he loves big games and and um he had his work cut out the first the second time they played but it was first time he was only like two games in uh and and they weren't very good in the backcourt but this last time i mean and he's got his hands full with with Polacek and Doltzler and Jaden Jackson and when to switch, when not to switch. Uh, and, and, and which, you know, Doltzler, I think he scored 17 against Bellevue West in overtime, but it took 17 shots. I think he was 6 of 17 and he was 0 of 4 from 3. And that's really the only way. <laughs> Now he made the best play at the end of the game to get Jay right. Jackson the three, but really that's really the only chance you have is you have to make him inefficient offensively because if he's he's just too good, right? I mean he gets to any spot he's on so the floor. good in ISO, yeah. And, and so if he's scoring and he's getting his seven to eight mm-hmm. assists, I mean that's why they're undefeated. I'll so. tell you what though, that five and a half that Phil Woodard set yesterday. You like not that to line? say that that it's, it's isn't exact it weird? Lines. He does that every week, and I, it, it's amazing how it's amazing how good he is. Well, and just by you saying that, five and a half has to be one of the lower point totals for Bellevue West. Yeah, it's it's too low, and I'm not saying that just because I'm Jedi mind tricking you. I would make it about nine. Wow. So. So here's half four points is so, but a lot. He, so but here's the deal though, right? Westside's floor is really low. <laughs> when when they're bad, they're awful. Oh, I I know I've watched it this year. I know you've watched <laughs> I, it this year, and I know I they mean, would admit. I mean, they're they're year. they've had eighteen turnovers in a game. They've had seventeen turnovers but in a game. When did all of that come? They've had they've. 
the first time they played Lincoln East a month ago, they were 0 of 15, yeah. 16 mm-hmm. from three. So they're they're capable. Of like, man, who are these guys? Now the the cool thing is is their ceiling is extraordinary, especially when you're putting up 85 a game. Well, and they're getting some offensive help now. I mean, remember they had a they had a double digit lead at the half, and I think Advadi had only had two two, two made field goals. And if you if if they're up double digits and he's not scoring and you're getting stubblefield and guards are getting downhill and I mean Ricky Lofton is is getting healthy he gave them a crucial ten points I mean let's say it's, their starters went nine 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 ten twenty if they get that kind of balance then you get ten from you know, you get 10 from Lofton off the bench, you get Kevin Browns. It's going to be exciting, but I'm not one of those guys. I still know clearly Bellevue West is the better team. And it, and I would say the same thing like if I was if I was coaching in a game and this was football, I'd say the same thing, right? I'd say, you know, such and such is the better team. So, so I don't have any. It's not just, ooh, you know, no, it's West Side. You know what I mean? Like, I, side, I just. I, I go West Side, yeah. And, and in the other game, what did he make that when he made it a pick em? Yes. Yeah. Just yeah. an even line. I think it's spot on. I think it's truly a toss up. Uh, that, that one is going to come. Gretna feasts on falling. A, on, they feast on bad basketball plays. You don't hard hedge. You don't play a screen right. You don't get back. They find it. They make you pay. Their guards between Wilkins, Wilcoxon, and Pekorski, they just keep coming. Hey, Smolensky guards you like crazy. I imagine he'll take Rollins tonight. He's going to probably make life miserable. He don't don't think an eight-point lead either against Gretna <laughs> is safe. Well, they're they're just relentless. Like, you have no idea what the score is when they're playing. I, they're, it's, it's a fit team. They play hard. Roselle plays hard. Um, you know, Smolensky gives them some versatility in who he can guard. And with Miller North, it's – you, you got to – Moni's – he's – He's not the key, but he is a key for me. I, I, I like him a ton, so I lack a little objectivity, but I would want him on my team, right? He, he's he's going to guard. He defends. He doesn't need a lot of uh, attaboys. You know, I'm big into not needing a babysitter. I'm over the emotional thing, right? He, he doesn't need a babysitter. Um, Eli, th- their backcourt has to take care of the ball. I would imagine they'll have to play a little more Luke Davis in this one. Um, but well, I mean, so it's it's gonna be a good day. Six six and eight. Six is too long. I mean, I'm leaving early, but I mean, coming off the heels of last night and some controversy. Man, <laughs> you know that was We're gonna be all right. that was interesting to watch, and it, it had people divided on social media. Yeah, yeah. And listen, I I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that I think. Santee being Santee doesn't factor into it, right? People don't want to say those kinds of things out loud. Well, if it was such and such, you don't make that call. See, I don't, I don't believe that to be the case. I, I, I don't. I, I think the official's in a tough spot. Did you see, you see his angle? You see what's going his on? His angle on? looked worse than the angle on the other side of the Correct. Hoop. Correct. 
Correct. or on the other end of the floor. Correct. You know, as from an official's point of view, this was this was something that I, I actually was texting Sauter back and forth a little bit. I'm like, hey, did you see the play? Like, I wasn't there. I wasn't watching it live. I don't really know he's, what he's, led up to this. And and Sauter said, man, I haven't heard anything yet. But what I was saying is something had to lead to the official like paying attention for something throughout this game, right? Was it jawing? Was it a lot of aggressive play? Was it some choppiness, chippiness, whatever you want to call it, uh, on certain fouls? Were there some extracurriculars after whistles? Like, those are things I think about before a moment like this. And a video did come across social media of a time in the first half when the same player from Santee was lining up at the free throw line, I think, and uh, I, don't, I don't know if it was a nonchalant something or other, but ended up hitting uh, a Shelton player in the face with his elbow. wasn't hard, but it kind of showed that there was kind of some tension there between the two teams. Well, I'm not saying, hey, the ref took notice of that, but if I'm officiating that basketball game, that's inventory for me. Those are things that I look for because I don't want something like that to happen again. So no matter what time in the game it's at, whether there's six seconds, whether there's four minutes, if I see anything while there's a dead ball, I'm going to make sure I, I make the call. Was there a warning given on that? I don't know. I don't think so. But in that moment... I hated that people were saying that it was a flop. And whether you think it's a flop or not, because it didn't seem like, oh, he just football tackled him to the ground. You don't come out of the huddle. Shelton doesn't come out of the huddle and say, hey, man, like if he, if he puts his hands on you, like make sure you sell it. Make sure you sell that. <laughs> so there had to be something that if I get caught off guard, even if you just shoved me, if we are just standing in the middle of the restaurant and I'm watching the TV and I turn, and you're right there, and you kind of, like, push me, I'm going to fall just because my ankles suck. Can I, can I tell you this, full disclosure? And this is separate than the situation of the game because I, I try to warn I've, – I've said this for years. I try to warn people about – and you've heard me say this. Stay away from – don't be the guy that says, don't call such and such during such and such time of the game, right? Because you're, How many you're times ne- have you said that since we've sat down? Because I, I just together. hate – it's people that haven't played before. It is. It's clearly people that have never played before, um, and, and not to make people feel bad, but you just you can't paint that picture in a game. Officials cannot. Just imagine official an official saying, "You know what? It's early, man. I, I'm not going to call that." Now that's not to say games aren't called a certain way early to set. Oh, I, I'm to, to, to set some boundaries, I'm right? The example of that. I, listen, I just watched a game, and they were, and and one of the guys happens to be one of my favorites. His whole family is, by the way. But they were they were two bad calls, they were two bad calls, and you sit there and you watch, and you're like, you know what? His vantage point, it's whatever. You swallow it, you move on. But I told those guys, in particular, I told Caleb, I said, hey. The, the second and the fourth foul, like, you got to figure out how the game's being officiated, and you have to adjust. You guys got – no, it wasn't just him. You guys got the three handsy fouls to start the third quarter. You're 4-0 in the foul column, 
and there hasn't been a minute to come off the clock. The crowd is murmuring, mad at the officials. It's not their fault. Keep your hands off people. Stop touching people I all hate, the time. I hate so, the hand check. And, and because, and I, and I said this in a game to at, at UBT, it's kind of an innocuous call. And it was only a 7th, 8th grade game. But it was the proverbial 35 feet away from the basket. A guard puts the, the ball on the deck. A player impedes progress by using his hand, but he's moving with the dribbler. Doesn't look like much, but if you let that go on, you muck the game up. So he called it early, right? And it's at halftime, and I, um, I said, hey, man, I, I said, I see what you did. And he played. He's a, he's a great high school player. And uh, he said, hey, you know, you just – I don't – this is two really good teams. I, I want I want this to be a little more free-flowing. Okay, I get it. But at the end of that game, I don't think the situation mattered. It was heightened because of what it was. I Stop me if you've heard this before. I said the same thing with Creighton Nova. I, when I think, you know, I don't know where we've kind of had on the, on the discussion on being on the same side, but that doesn't even matter. But it's just my same premise. I hate what goes on on inbounds plays before the ball is inbounds. Just watch it sometimes. Mm -hmm. It is utter chaos. Oh, Clutching, grabbing, grabbing oh, holding. Yeah. So what did we say in Creighton-Villanova? Oh, they should have called it earlier. Oh, well, If you're going to call it, call it earlier. What did you see last night? He, he made the call when it happened. Was he? I listen. The flop thing. I don't know. Was it a foul? Yeah, yeah it, was, it was a foul. So any coach. So the official right there is in a bind because there's he, only one call you can make. And guess what? He can't call. It's not a common you foul. You can't call a common foul. <laughs> so does he? Does he want? Do you roll the dice? <laughs> do you not do your job and go? Yeah. Oh man, dead ball. Haven't given it to the player yet. Uh. Uh, I'm just going to call here, a common. Take this real fast. I'm, 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 I'm going to call a common <laughs> and foul. see if the coaches call me out on it. Yeah, or or a yeah, fan you're not or you're not you're not doing that. No, because I'm not going to sit back and say, "Hey, you know the rule more than me." Yeah. And, and His, aside from that, it's a, it's a bad. It's it's a it's a the, tough situation, but I get it. The only other thing you could do is blow your whistle, stop play, bring them both over, yeah. and sit and not call anything, and just be like, "Look, man, I know you kind of sold that, and look, and you don't even have to go into that." Yeah. Yeah, you could just be like, keep your hands off each other. Yeah, like, and but the the application of the rule is the application of the rule. It just is. But that's why I said at the beginning, was there, was this the boiling point? Did it boil over at this point for the where the ref said, I can't let this go anymore? Yeah, and I think officials will tell you. I mean, we're eight 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 six three eight four eight seven six. Lord knows, I know a thousand of you. Um, you can call in and be, you know, Jeff in Montana, but. Uh, or Hannah. Is it Hannah Montana? It is Hannah Montana. Yeah, I'm too old for that. Yeah, but you just anyway, like to live the best of both worlds. Yeah, I'm living my best life. Uh, I just think, <laughs> what do you say over there? <laughs> He's just low-key laughing, laughing for no reason. Yeah, well, he laughed at the best of both worlds. I, I'm just like, I, what, I, what I didn't <laughs> like was people immediately reacting that didn't understand what went on. Like, don't perpetuate the madness. Mm-hmm. 
And I and listen, I, I'm I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I've been, I've been I've been doing this. I've seen it in high school for twenty some odd years. I I get the optics of of wanting to bring in culture and race and everything else. Yeah, I don't. I'm not going for that. I'm just not. I just. I, I, I'm just. I'm not. I'm not listening to that. I, I mean, I. Optics are a word we use when we don't have enough information. Good point. Great point. When we come back, we'll set up the show. We'll continue this conversation and more. Stay with us. CNC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. and Benning on Hale Varsity Radio. We're Swarm, and you're the Swarm guy. you got to get out of there. You're going to be the last guy to get to the shooter because we're going to match, 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 and you got to move. Can't relax, okay? And we are back. Coffee and cream in the morning on Hale Varsity Radio, powered by Currency. Find us. AM 590 ESPN Omaha. How are you guys? How- People really going to be mad at me for that? Like, mad I'm, at you for what? I'm consistent. The My my take on, I just got a couple of nasty grams. Oh, really? Well, it, it's, listen, so I, I've been there, right? Like, sure. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> how, how, how do I say this? I've I've been on the other side of perception when two teams meet and officiating goes the other way. I'm not here for it. I I I I coached at a, a at a school for a long long time that was that had a a, lo- a lot of minorities. I'm just I'm not I'm not going to entertain that because I'm speculating. All I can talk about is what I actually saw transpire. I saw the give and take. I I get the environment that was happening. It's electric in there. Um, it's a critical situation, but I simply say this, Uncle Ruru, WWRD, what would the referee do? Oh, not Ruru. It's, it's, not, it's not BD this time. Normally, it's what Barry would have made the call, but he has to apply. You have to assume he knows the rules, and he has to assume that you know the rules. Well, and how, like, this is the only reason that thing got gassed up is because of the time of the game. And sure as I'm sitting here, if you guys would practice not losing your mind situationally, <laughs> we'd all be better for it. Like, keep that same energy three minutes into the game as you have three seconds at the end of the game. And believe me, it's not just lip service. I tell her, our, if you think our players don't believe that same thing, you're crazy, and you're doing your job wrong. I'm telling you, co- coach. Ninety-five percent of coaches aren't telling their players, "Hey, you know what? He can't make that call during this course of the game." 
Does that even sound right, saying it to a player? Right. No. Uh, Santee's head coach should not go back into the locker room and say. Josiah, I know you've been killing this kid for the last 30 minutes, man. He finally got you on a carry. He can't make that call during the course of this game. He's not going to say that. He's not going to say that to Josiah. Guarantee Coach Wooder's not saying that. He's not. Coach Feekin isn't. His guys have been boxing out. And I've seen this called a ton. So maybe somebody wants to hit me up, 888-638-4876. A guy's boxing out. He's, He's into a guy. Pretty good. Pretty good. A lot of times now I'm seeing the fouls called on the guy that's lower, rooting the guy out. We saw it happen. Uh, uh, Creighton fans lost their mind. Was that Xavier? Like, and they caught. And I just remember, bitch, that was the game I was driving to Central City. So who was Creighton playing? No, I was going to Centennial to watch Central City play. And Bish was losing his mind. And he and he goes, that's not a foul. That they, they that's a he's boxing out, and so and I've seen it at the high school level too, right? A guy's just kind of you can't see me on camera. That's intentional because I'm mad at I'm mad at the situation, so I'm pouting. Um, <laughs> I'm not like he, I'm boxing a guy out. You can see me boxing a guy out, and he, it, it's almost like he's being undercut. A lot of times they call that on the box. I don't know why that's being called more. Like, do do you are you picking up on that? Uh, yeah, I am. Uh, but going back to your original point, like nobody's thinking. Nobody's thinking like, hey, because you 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 look this way that I'm going to call this foul. No one's thinking that. Yeah. Like why why are we trying to make that a case for something? <laughs> I can't stand my kids. Apparently Caleb's listening to the show and he goes <laughs> What does this say? <laughs> Do you want me to read it out loud? Yeah, go ahead. I didn't even use my hands the fourth foul. That was the problem. <laughs> DB, he's basically saying you're the problem. <laughs> I wasn't even talking about that one. That was a bad call. That was a bad and call. And there's bad calls and bad It was, cause, but, but you know what? I saw what he saw because I was in the other corner. I saw what – I almost said his name. I saw what the official saw. He, the dribbler went by him, and he fell. He he fell, and he gave the he blew the whistle. and He's like ah pushing, and I was like yeah. And one of the guys that I was with that I shouldn't have been with that ended up having to leave was like, man, that's what we're on now. And I was like, I'm going for a walk. <laughs> so I just walked around the floor. And then one of my other official buddies he texts me yesterday and he goes, I swear to goodness, he goes, were you are, were you okay? You're walking around kind of bit. I go, oh, I didn't. Very hurt right I said, I didn't say anything. And he said, I could just tell. <laughs> That's how well. Like, so, sometimes when I just take the walk, it's good. Like, I hadn't seen. Well, it's how you lost some steam. I right? hadn't seen every nook and cranny at PBA, so I decided I'd go check yeah, out the corner. Yeah, I'm sure that's what was on his first yeah, thought on yeah, the I said, mind. I said, hey, I said, hey, Maya, you want to go take a walk? Where are you going? Oh, I don't know. Wherever we end up. Let's just switch seats. Yeah, okay, I'm going. So yeah, we just yeah, stroll. <laughs> you want to go get a soda? There's a, there's, a, oh. there's a stand right here. No, I'm going to go to this side. <laughs> it, but but how electric. I looked around like the the I looked at the Ogallala and Central City game and I was just looking at the crowds, right? And it was 
it's an early game. You, you go to Platteview, is Milliken and Company, fresh off a of drop in thirty six. He's a handful, isn't he? He he's he, he is uh, an yeah. talk about talk about somebody that can totally control the game. Like we were talking about elite that, that, talent that, that, yesterday that, with Alec Noonan. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not saying one player drives the show, but it's the Connor Milliken he, show on he's, that platform. He's just team. he's just a handful. And that is one player who um Pekorsky's really good at it too. He understands without just blowing by guys how to use his body, his strength. If you can't guard him without putting him on the foul line, you can forget about it. He gets fouled a ton because he's constantly putting pressure on you. And he's, it's it's just it's discouraging. Well, basketball IQ outweighs anything else for him because he's somebody that can find his lane no matter how big the window is. I've, I've, I've told his family this since he's been in the fourth grade. His, he has elite, and I'm not, I use it sparingly, elite level fitness. He can simply just play harder, longer than 95% of the people he's playing against. I, it, while everybody else has got their hands on their knees and running out of gas and they're tired, he can play in the fourth quarter just like he plays in the first quarter. That's a problem. So you have to hope that he's being inefficient, because anything other than that, you're just you're 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 just going to be at the mercy of fatigue. There was a lot of good. I love this time of year, especially as a Carolina fan. I mean, this is March Madness <laughs> for high school basketball, and when you're looking for something to gravitate to after watching UNC as the preseason number one stop down stop. last night, and uh, will miss the turn. It's unofficially official, but UNC is going to miss the tournament. They stop. are going to be. The first preseason number one team to fail to make the tournament <laughs> in the 64, 65, and 68 team era. Is that a long time? Uh, DB, if, you, if we want to date ourselves. Wait. Remember when I asked you and Sauter, I think are it was two we, are weeks we, ago, are about we March sure, Madness. Like, are we sure they're not in? First started. I'm sure. 100%. <laughs> are, we, are we sure they're I, Like not I in? said, unofficially official. So they're how, not even going to accept their NIT bid. Did you, hear, did you see, like, the reports coming out? They don't, have, they don't have the fortitude. Right. They don't. Right. They, like, I, what, that's not who they – No, I'm with you. Not, not, the, not the most um, – uh, how can I say this without assassinating their character? <laughs> <laughs> say it. They don't exactly always appear to be a team that enjoys playing you basketball. You don't want to be – if you're UNC, especially this season, you don't want to be looked at as second tier to the other teams. Yeah. You just it's, don't because I'm, of how it started. And also, man, Caleb Love. Like, can we talk about this one more time? Just hey, one last time. You're How many shots are you going to take before you should say, hey, I should probably stop shooting the ball? Hey, man. Like, at some point you have to say, like, man, it's just not going in. It's just not going in. But he's the type of guy that shoots, shoots, and shoots until it goes in. Shane, do you see what this guy – you see what he what, – what are you trying to do? I'm not trying to say anything. Ooh, I'm not trying ow. to do anything to hurt you. I'm hurt. I'm, I'm more siding with you in the fact that, hey – I've been saying this St. for Louis, a year. 
Were you in the locker room there? I didn't see you. Exactly. It's just not the answer this year. He was last year. What are you trying to do? (laughs) What are you trying to say? I'm just saying, UNC, unofficially official. Is that a way to – can you say that? We were talking a lot about officials talk in the first two segments. Unofficially official. We'll be all right. (laughs) We'll talk more high school next. Coffee and Cream with Rodgers and Benning on Hale Varsity Radio. DB's got me weak in the break. I mean, I'm in tears. I get it's Friday. so weak in the knees. I it is Friday. It's a, it's a big I weekend in sports. Control. We're watching the World Baseball Classic on TV. This I don't morning. need it on both Japan. TVs, though. Well, I, I think the remote is hooked up. Hey, Lord, Lord knows we can't use yeah. it. Well, hopefully the channel doesn't just change on a whim. Although, I texted Bill this morning because I wanted to Hey, yeah, yeah. Where's your father from another something or another <laughs> dollar bill? Uh, you guys I, have a very cute relationship. Hey, I texted him and I said, hey, man, hey, like, what's, what's the pin for the iPad so hey, I can change son, the... Hey, son, you good? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dad. <laughs> It's like, hey, but what about Barry? Oh man, Barry's—he's back in the loo. You can you I, handle I have this for now? It, it must be rough. I did hang out with my mom yesterday. Yeah, see, I don't have that. Yeah, I walked in the door. I won't say why I was over there, but I walked in the door, and I was like, "Hey," she's like, "Oh hi," so I gave her a kiss, and I was like, "Yeah," so I kind of smell like. Pisons, like, can I shower? Real I quick? smell like pisons. Well, because you were yeah. dropping off meat. Yeah, it was a dude, stressful hours <laughs> rearranging that stuff. Anyway, I was like, yeah, can I hop in the shower real quick? Because I still have to run up to school. And she's like, oh, okay. Pisons? Did you bring me any lunch? What? A pizza? No, pastrami sandwich? N- nothing? So I felt guilty. I was like, oh, I'm. S- Sorry, are you, are you, are you hungry? hungry? I didn't know. It is just are. noon. I, I <laughs> it is lunchtime. I didn't know that you had, you know, didn't have any leftovers. Well, I hadn't been cooking. I was like, oh, okay. So I, f- I felt bad and hopped in the shower. I came out. My nephew was there. Now, he's a stud. Like, works for the fire department. I mean, he's. And I bet he brought pizza. My man brought Chick-fil-A. <laughs> yep, yep. I knew it. I bet he brought lunch. <laughs> I looked at him, I was like, oh, the other favorite air quote son yeah, is here. Is. Well, yeah. And what did he you bring? You just use and abuse lunch. the water bill, and he I, brings I, lunch. I'm fretting the whole time in the showers. I'm making fun of why she still buys sweet pea soap from, like, 1991. <laughs> Where do you get, like, bath and, I'm like, who still you uses? You get that on Old Market. Who still uses this fragrance? <laughs> like, anyone? But anyway, that's beside the point. <laughs> Story for a different day. <laughs> well, she doesn't Did even use that. Use it? She doesn't. No. <laughs> I, I, do you know what I, I used? Do, what, do you know what I used? This conversation was going. Do you know what I used? You'll never guess. <laughs> Dial bar soap. Old listeners will know. <laughs> no, but for some reason that's in our house, which I don't understand. I was told that that's like supposed to like really dry out your skin. Dude, that's. I could see it being good for that. I could see it being good for that. But would you like to know what soap I use? I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm getting off point. It's called African soap. Oh! <laughs> is it, <laughs> what color is it? It's black. Oh. <laughs> you 
Is that, is that like Irish Spring or anything? So it's Not just green? the setup is hilarious, African right? Soap is that? It, I took a picture. Oh. I didn't put it on Twitter. I took a picture. I'm gonna. Can I look it up? But it's just weird. So like, there's the there's the more experienced. Uh, been around this earth longer type soap. It looks like a rock. Like she, so she's got the gin blossom, which is very dated. The sweet pea, which is kind of dated. Another sweet pea, which is kind of dated. The nocturnal sleep soap, which is not for me either. Then there's this big. Bo- oh yeah, that's your boy. Is it this one or this one? It's this one. This one. But then there is. Yep, because my son sometimes on a humbug just wants to run and shower. I'll have this for him. <laughs> oh. Yeah, she's a G. But it's just weird. So, so see, she looks out for you yeah. in all ways. You stop by in a warm and house. And you, ju- you just never know. Shower, you just never use know. Use your African soap. And I didn't, I didn't bring lunch. And you didn't bring lunch. Yeah. Yep, that, yeah. that's what it boils down to. <laughs> I like how like, this is such a, a nice. I'm uh, showing him the picture now. This is. Like something I'd see in my grandma's shower. Listen. Like three things, like those models it, right there. It is immaculate. Even the shower rugs are folded up over the top neatly. Oh, that's how I was taught to do it. Oh. Yeah. I always got yelled at for not putting up the st- – it's called a step-out mat. Oh. <laughs> in my household guess what, at home. Guess what we Put call the it. step-out mat. Guess what we call it. A rug. <laughs> you call it by its true name. <laughs> So I gotta read you this though. Uh, leave it to us because I think yeah, 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 yeah. I I gotta read you this because this is from my buddy. I just call him PK, and he's everywhere. PK Subban, uh, total high school junkie. Um, he's just he's everywhere. But anyway, I have a PK too. Believe it or not, he <laughs> he goes. Uh, the we're going back to the Santee game last night. He said, and he's ex- he's what I would call. Uh, level-headed, right? Because he doesn't have any skin in the game. He just loves to go watch high school, high school sporting. It's what he does. Always in a gym somewhere. And he says, the intensity of that game was not such that the heat of the moment, the situation was uh, predictably ready to boil over. I actually thought both teams stayed extremely well composed. I was really impressed how Santee handled the whole situation. First ever night at State. Their coach didn't use his timeouts. I wish he would have. Simple cut. Which I appreciate that because that helps bring my point to rest of, hey, was the intensity of the game – Starting to catch now, up with the if call. You, now, so if that's, you ju- that's helpful. Thank if you. If you ju- well, it's different perspectives because if you just read the deal from Ryan on Twitter, I don't know if he tweeted both of us, but since my computer's not working and I'm doing the show from he would have just tweeted you. He, did he? Um, so Ryan says, and listen, I'm not pawning any of this off as fact. I'm just giving you multiple vantage points. He said, "Love the logic of fans." Kid throws elbows all game. Ref tees him up at the end of the game. Fans blame the refs. Little so different. So then it goes back to what? So I guess it just. What I said at the beginning. And I don't. Um, I know Ryan. And I know PK. I don't. I'm not. 
saying whose vantage point was is is more accurate. I'm just telling you that with two different perceptions, go by what you actually know. Dead ball foul. It's a T. It's a T. That like that's all we know for sure. Anything else is speculatory, right? And I'm not saying you can't speculate and have an opinion. I'm just saying that's not that's not the hill that I wanted to die on this morning. Which, by the way, at some point, we probably better set the show. Yeah, let's do it now. We, we keep dialoguing. Mike Sauter coming your way at 8 o'clock. He'll be the next segment. He's been down in Lincoln for how long now? Two and a half weeks. Uh, he's a little too crabby for me. I stopped messing with him yesterday. Oh, did you? Yeah, I don't put up. You know me. I'm like, hey, you could take that someplace else. <laughs> I ain't got I ain't got time to I be time I ain't got time for that, man. Like keep it pushing. Well uh a- Avery, by the way, does work very hard. So I will give Avery some props. Oh, but Mike Sauter doesn't. No, he works hard, but I migrate towards Jacob. Jacob talks a lot less. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I thought Jacob's done a really nice job. And if you want to check out any of his pieces, HailVarsity.com is where you can do that. Use the promo code DB or AR, depending on what subscription plan you want to be on. We give you the discount. Go there. It, does Jacob rest? No. Like, he's somebody that, uh-uh. even through high school basketball, was writing Nebraska men's basketball yep. no question. recaps. And he's a huge Creighton fan. That's his favorite basketball team. So and I'm sure he stayed up to watch the Suns. There's no – A. And he's not sleeping because of the Suns. How many times do you think he watched that KD warm-up replay? <laughs> At least ten. At least. Katie's like warming up and sprains his ankle. It looked like he got hit by a sniper. You're like, there's no way a world-class phenom like Doug Dizzle, Kate Dizzle. Has his legs give out on him? Like, do you remember when I told you yesterday, like, hey, watch this? Like, you know when you tell your friends, like, hey, watch this, and you're going to do something that you think you can do 100% of the time, and then you just don't accomplish that? So, I listen. Full disclosure, I'm not going to make jokes because I have a scrape on my elbow today. Your boy busts his rear end. At, we're not going to get into detail, but I fell over backwards. In the shower at your mom's. At Pison's. At Pison's. No, nope, beforehand. No wonder you had a shower. You had to clean that wound. Dude, I, yeah, it, I was, it was very, very embarrassing. Yeah. How many people saw it? I hope no one. Oh, well, one for sure, because I, team, um, Oklahoma Tyler was going to Lincoln because Plavi played, and Trey's getting his hoop game right. And I was like, hey, you know, Zipline dropped off another uh, stash. They got your Kolsch. Hey. So he's like, ah, I'll meet you. No, I asked if he would meet me. He's like, oh, okay, cool. I'll come back and get the kids. Not far. So he met me. So he's in his truck, and I'm – and by the way, he didn't even offer to help me pull the meat out, come to think of it. He let me do it myself. That's that. Wait till I talk to him. Are you hurt? Well, it just dawned on me. He didn't help me. <laughs> so I'm walking backwards as he's talking to me at his truck. And do you think he told me that the curb was coming? Uh, no. Listen, when I tell you I bust but my But he, he was eye contact. Your boy was wet. Yeah, snowy. It was, yeah, it, was, it, was, it was a little it's, slushy. It's not one of my better moments. Random guy was walking in. And there. here's my question to you: What part was wet? 
Was it uh, my your left, back seat? My left butt cheek. So you, my can, left you can recognize. Amy and my left elbow. You can recognize those things. Like, it's not like, hey, I splashed some water on my shirt. It'll dry. No. Like, this was one of those, like, this is going to stick around for a while. Verzo had a flipping field day. Oh, well, that doesn't shock me one bit. We can talk to him at 945. Well, we don't. Let's not. And no, uh, let's, ask him let's, about let's, that little adventure you went on. Let's, we'll let's play not. trivia at around 830. Maybe we'll play 83845. And then at 9 o'clock, we're talking to Adam LeClinkTalk, co-founder of Matrix Analytical. All that and more coming your way. Stick around. Coffee and cream. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Coffee and cream. With Rogers and Benning on Hale Varsity Radio. Oh, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Mike Sauter. I, I would agree, Damon. Mike Sauter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mike Sauter. Oh, man, you're going to put me on the spot. Mike, Mike Sauter. Let's talk to the guy that has had no issue finding something to do that is mike sauter our guy at heard at sports our high school sports insider we talk to him every friday and mike has been all over the place if you just pop open the twitter icon you will probably <laughs> see mike sauter's face just because he's there he's there to give you information mike good morning man good morning where's damon he's here i'm here he is oh, rebelling oh. against his camera that will not connect to the computer for some reason. So I don't want to use the the FaceTime camera. I want to use the Logitech, and it's not recognizing. It's not <laughs> it's Logitech. <laughs> what do you want me to call it? Is it, it Logo? Laga? What is it? Is it? No, it's, I just. Yeah, it's, it's just Logitech. The, yeah, it won't. The name of the camera. I. That's you what I just. It. Yeah, you do have an Android phone, don't you? I'm on a, I'm a, see, that's why I don't like the guy. That's why I'm boycotting it. Out of nowhere. Michael Jerome, I'm on an Apple computer. It is not recognizing my, what is Sasha talking Logitech? Logitech. Yeah, I got you. Uh, HDMI input, so I'm just not going to come on the show. That's all right. You're good. It's all good. How I, you doing, I man? I can see yeah. you on um, Uncle Ruru's computer. What if I did like a little? Look at that. How about I do that? I can turn my camera. There you are. <laughs> He's here, actually. He's Listen, not just a voice. Just, just being a good son, aren't you? Yep. yep. Like like, hey, hey. Way to that, go, that, slugger. Yeah. Is that good, Bill? <laughs> <laughs> did I did do I, a good job? Did I make you proud? <laughs> TB thinks Bill is my is my dad yeah, up here in Omaha. Yep. Just, just. Take Some it. would argue it's Pat. <laughs> He's not responsible enough to have any sort of so, parental. So Bill, Bill pays the bills, and Pat is like the cool dad that lets yeah. me party. Pat's oh, the party, yeah. Bill's the bill. No, that'd be more like a grandparent that lets you eat candy is irresponsible. So, you call him Pat old? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just glad to be uh, in the reverse Oreo now. Yes. <laughs> yeah, nice. Oh, that's cute. It does go. It goes you, then me, then Michael Jerome. Well, the drama gets you a little street cred. So, aside from being the hardest working person there, not named Jacob Padilla or Avery Howard, how are things? Um, I'm going to ignore that comment. Um, <laughs> things are very good. 
<laughs> Things are good. Yeah. So uh, let's get right into it. What, what did you – let's start with, with, the, with the Santee game, then let's get over to Platteview. Can you do that for me? So, yeah. I, okay, I was not at the Santee game. I just saw a video and everything of it, and I've talked to far too many people about it um, that I don't necessarily – you know, I mean, at this point, I'm like over it. Um, I wasn't there, so I can't give a good, you know, thing. And all the clips I saw. Did you have to be there? No, I, I'm just saying the clips I saw didn't really weren't like conclusive, uh, whether it was a flop or not, or kid push him or whatnot. But I do know the rule. And if you, um, if, if it's a foul, in a dead ball situation, it's a technical foul. That's just the rule. And there's not much you can do about it. All day, every day. Yeah, if you're going to blow the whistle. Now, maybe should the referee kind of be like, hey, guys, let's just, because it's towards the end of the game, let's just not mess it up. Oh, you're towards Um, the end of the game guy? I mean, no, but, like, in that situation, it's kind of. Is it because you you have the advantage of hindsight? I think so, yeah. In the moment, and I guess, again, I wasn't there. I guess there was a little, you know, it was pretty chippy back and forth. Um, and, and that was my question because so. I wasn't there either. But I, I had brought that up to DB right away. I'm like, hey, I don't know the discretion of the ref here, but was he was he paying attention for things when the ball wasn't in play because of instances that happened prior to this moment? I, regardless, I mean, people are just way too handsy hey, when the ball I'll, is I'll, out but, of bounds. But, but, but Michael Sauter... Can I say Michael and not be your mom? You I sound apologize. Like my mom, I'm sorry. Uh, well, you, <laughs> you did hit me with the reverse Oreo already this morning. You so, hit me with the African soap. But that's what it is. Yeah, I know, but Hold you're on. just like Hold out of nowhere. I don't what know. did I miss? Nothing. So, but we're burying the lead. A 58% free throw shooter went to the line and made two free throws. Right. Yeah, that's that's huge, right? Um, like clutch players hit, and I shots. and I know I'm super boring when it comes to this because I'm not a stir up controversy guy. Because I'm either looking at it as a player or a coach. I'm almost never a fan, so it seems kind of cut and dry to me. Am I am I a wet blanket? Nah, you're not a wet blanket. But I I think it's pretty. In my opinion, that's I I like to. Uh, try and stay above the fray at best, uh, you know, when I can and comments like that, uh, when stuff starts popping off, I just, I went with my comment was, this is the facts. This is the rule. Not much you can do about it in the moment. Yes. Hindsight is what it is. And I, you know, it's too bad because Santi had a hell of a, of a season first time ever. And, you know, I can, I can tell you this for people that think that NSA was against them or whatever they want to say. Trust me, the NSA would rather have Santee in a semifinal for ticket sales than basically anybody else. Um, so, yeah. Sauter, did it surprise you that Wahoo was the one seed that went down out of all one seeds? Um, man, I will say this. Wahoo probably could have won the B tournament. <laughs> um, I It did surprise me a little bit, but then if you think about it, if you really think about it, you give Jim Weeks nine days or ten days. But that doesn't have anything to do with going eleven to twenty-one from the free throw line. Though. No, right, right, right. But but give Jim Weeks 
that much time to prepare for you, he's going to come up with something. Mm-hmm. And I, he, he isn't one of the best coaches that we've ever had in the state for no reason. Um, whether you like he, and people either love him or hate him. And there isn't a lot in the middle. Um, but the guy <laughs> win, wins a lot of games and wins a lot of state titles and people don't like his style. And frankly, you know, they're getting to play, getting ready to play Concordia to right now. It's a good um, basketball team. Concordia is good, and they are very familiar with each other um, just from in what each other wants to do um, because they've played, I think, now four times in the state tournament. Uh, And then they had a a regular season game last year. Uh, I can't remember this year. I was at the regular season last year. So they're very familiar with each other. And it should be very interesting. Two really good uh, post players uh, for both teams. Quinn McCaffrey is a nice player for Concordia and – uh, Auburn can counter with like a six nine big lug himself. So, um, be pretty interesting. The second game is this morning is the one I'm very intrigued by. Ashlyn Greenwood and Ogallala. Mm-hmm. Yeah, feel it feels like whoever wins that one probably gets it done tomorrow. Um, and and really, it's a contrast of styles. It it, it truly is. Ogallala wants to go fast and possessions and possessions and possessions. And Ashland, not saying that they wouldn't do that, but I think, you know, their game plan is going to be to try and uh, limit Ogallala's possessions, if you know what I mean by that. So um, very, very interested to see that game. It's uh, pretty, pretty, that one's a pretty exciting match. I'm excited to see Ogallala, I guess. Yeah. So two things. Let me, so actually a couple. Number one, obviously Andy and Charlie Gillen, Andy Ogallala's mm-hmm. coach. Um, been long time palling around associates. I don't know if that's good or bad, but there's 28 years in the books between us, right? A lot of pickup basketball games. Those guys play a certain way. Gager and Caskey are a handful uh, yep. but with how they play. Gager's a fantastic guard, plays with a little swag, yeah. and Caskey is an efficient son of a gun. Like, I've seen – um, Ashton Greenwood a couple of times now, especially against Platteview. Who controls the tempo easier if they're if each team is playing to their strengths? Is it Ogallala or or Ashland? I think Ogallala because here's why Ashland does have guys like a Brooks Kissinger that would probably prefer to play a little faster, right? Um, that's just I guess my opinion. I I think he would maybe like to do that. Um, I. I, Jacob said will guard Gager and yeah. his length will that bother him and he's athletic enough to hang with him look at that uh, big head behind me that's kind of interesting kind of cool. <laughs> um, just uh, got distracted there but I, I, I think that that if J- Jacobson's length we'll see if that if that bothers Gager at all hey Ogallala's got some big guys too oh like, yeah they're not like they're not small just little guards running around either so I, they be, they kind of, they they bullied Central City, they yeah. they really did. Yeah, I figured. Honestly, I figured that one probably would be about a twenty pointer. I think if if Central City would have had some of the easy ones go down early, I think it would have built a little bit more of their confidence. But they missed some chippies early and kind of went down at the half double digits. I think it was thirty three twenty two or something like that, and it could have been much closer. And that was just one of those opportunities in a game like that. In a one in a winner take all mm-hmm. scenario, man, you got to maximize. 
Yeah, you got to make shots. I mean, obviously, you got to make shots. So, hold on a second. I need a drink of my coffee from uh, uh, the beanery. Better be the beanery. The good life. No, it's the Good Life Coffee Shop at the Scarlet Hotel. So shout out to uh, the Scarlet okay, Hotel the Scarlet. on I'll Innovation allow. Campus. Listen, I hope Bill fires him. We're, listen, we're Team Beanery around here. We okay? are Team Beanery on this okay? show. All right, you humans, stop signing. Is there one in Omaha? Yeah, I don't there's know. like four great locations. There's one in Ashland. Oh, While you're hyping them bad. up, you should have stopped to get one. Ooh, good call. I didn't stop. I was. <laughs> I go. stayed at the Scarlet I'm, Hotel, which I'm is also a hail varsity. I stayed at the Scarlet Hotel, which is also a Hale Varsity. Uh, I uh, heard at, um, how do I say it, partner. <laughs> how do I say it? Well, I'll tell you oh, what. So- Beanery is one, and then we'll put your coffee at two. How about that? Hey, so. I just needed, I, I got straight diesel black coffee, by the <laughs> way. All right, you, you, and Michael, you and Michael Brunts. Um, hey, yeah. so, Sauter, I'm talking about fitness. I was asking you the question yeah. yesterday because – Fresh off of watching Carter Mick run around the basketball court for 32 minutes and be an absolute terror. And not uh, seem like he got tired. I, I'm watching some of these guys Thank play. Dotzler is just a handful, right? He plays the same pace for four quarters. Uh, Connor Milliken is in that very distinguished group, too. How are you defending this guy without fouling when he's constantly putting pressure on you for four quarters? He was special last night like clearly they don't win the game without him um they don't win the game without trey mosman either yeah see like, he's he's been a quiet addition like quiet they, nice they really, addition they they really there's no way they win that game without trey mosman scoring in double digits his last five games average and he also defended really well last night um that game was close eight hey, norris they're a year ahead of a year they're a year ahead they're gonna They'll be num- they'll be top five next year easily in D, uh, maybe top two, um, coming into next year. Super young team, but props to Platteview. I mean, hey man, Connor Milliken wasn't losing last night. I know that. There ain't <laughs> no way that guy was losing last night. I thought they. Uh... Hey, collision collision course or no with mm-hmm. Scud and Platteview? Um, I, I I wouldn't give it that that easy of a go. Um, York is physical and they're um, they're playing they, well too they're playing really well and they got about eight guys that can give you 10 if you need it andrew, so andrew and i i think you may have won that one yesterday we kind of went back and forth on the picks did you did i take york what did we go with with york and scott's bluff uh, i don't even know if we put that game out there. it was in passing off air so i can't oh, okay. remember what we said but york is playing well they're playing really well. I talked to Coach Lamberty last night, known him for a long time. And, a very likable um, guy, exci- isn't he? Yeah, oh, yeah. He's excited about this group. And um, they, they're experienced. They're, they're big, physical. That'll be the key. Um, can Platteview handle the physicality and just keep punching back? And look, I know. Right? Because York's going to. I know Scud is Scud. But, like, let's not overlook Crete either in the 1-3-1 one, one hey, defense that listen, they play. Hey, so, so no. Padilla and I every week. <laughs> This started about, oh, seven, eight weeks ago, Mike. We were like, huh, I'd like to see the schedule. Then they played one tough team, then another tough team, then another tough team. And then by the end of NEB preps last week, we're like, hey, man, Crete's pretty good. Crete's a good team. I remember when we first got and talked to each other. Yeah, and we you were said like, it. You we were like, like, what is like, Crete's yeah. identity? And Do you we go, know yeah, that? It's kind of good to see them, uh, you know, kind of back in it. And I was like, I wonder if it can last. And it has – it has lasted. They got a bucket hey, listen, getter too, York, though. 
York and Creek can uh, both win today. Like, feel good about that. I'm not saying they're going to. I just feel like don't discount that at all. I gotta um, che- I gotta check with Fort Woodard no and see what what Caesars has made that that. Uh, that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's let's talk Class A now, uh, so that we can get yeah. some Class A talking with Sauter. The big one at six o'clock, at Bellevue West, Westside, Westside playing their best basketball. I mean, it, we were going back Easily. and forth at the beginning of the show. I mean, if you look at since they had that loss to Lincoln East when they went over fifteen from three, Westside's probably averaged close to eighty points a game, yeah. uh, which is a team that could compete with Bellevue West. I, I told Sauter not, we I'm can't play sure. that. We can't win that game. No, yeah, I was just going to say, I'm not, I'm not sure uh, Coach Simons wants it to get in the 80s. <laughs> I don't think that – I don't think that's uh, – um, that would be fun to watch for sure. Uh, I would love that, especially after what I'm going to watch this morning. Um, but <laughs> – Good defense. It would, it would be fun. That, that's what he um, means. It, I, I just – is, again, like – what do you get from the guard matchup is awesome. What can you get from the here's the matchup that probably won't talk about Stuvi versus Advedi. Yeah. Like who can have a little bit better of a game and can Stuvi defend him Tate um, like he did the, the, I guess second time they played in the overtime matchup. That, Stuvi very well team. may have been the best player on the floor that game. And that, and I, I think that's going to be a key. Obviously, you go um, for Kevin Brown and, and something like Kevin, that. Kevin Brown and the rebounds will be, you know, rebounding will be a huge, huge deal too. But um, CJ Mitchell's playing really well. Caleb will have to uh, defend uh, Jaden, which love that matchup. Those two guys obviously know each other well, and they're really, I think, good friends. Two low I'm, centers of gravity. I think, I think CJ will get Jaden. Caleb will get Dotsler again. Okay, then, I, and I, I thought C- the, I thought you CJ- have the you have the you have the defensive MVP against the best player in the state. So let's go. Well, they got to make him inefficient again, like in right. the second game. But the key to that one though was CJ's on the ball defense against Jaden Jackson that second time around was impressive because right. I. As you know, I think people have made it a habit to try to go at Mitchell because he's a little slight. He held his own against Jaden. I felt like the backcourt matchup was even on that day between mm-hmm. the two guards. It was Stuvi going to work yeah. and Polacek hitting the big threes. Yeah. Hey, Steven Polacek, by the way, is going to average close to 20 next year for Bellevue West. I'm just telling you, that dude is a big shot taker, <laughs> big shot maker. He and looks like he's on the eSports team, but he's on the basketball team. Listen, he low-key talks trash, too. I, I watch him kind of um, – he's an ear whisperer, which I like. He's yeah. very subtle when yeah. he lets you know he's, that he's giving you buckets. He's going to be a guy next year for them. He's just waiting his turn. Well, that's, He'll that's, hit a big three today. Watch. Hey, big momentum like hey, three pre- today. Pre- appreciate that. Hey, let's <laughs> – let's, Swing the pendulum and go over to Miller North. My, I have two X factors for Miller North, and I'll give you one for Gretna. My two X factors for Miller North are: Will they have to play Luke Davis to kind of calm the waters? Because that'll let me know how poised Miller North's backcourt is, and what kind of impact does Moni have for Miller North? Because 
I think people overlook him in the scouting report, man. And um, um, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just saying, a Moni Smolinski matchup is hey, kind of intriguing. Hey, I was gonna, so Smolinski was next, right? Because <laughs> he can guard so many different positions. He can. Do you, would you put him on Rollins? Oh, probably, yeah. Just because. Wouldn't that be uh, something? He's a little, you know, he's a little long and and a good athlete. I, I would him on Rollins actually makes sense. Then you got, you know, who does. Jeff uh, Grizel. It depends on how they utilize Moni offensively. Yeah, that's that's the game within the game. Because the guards are, we kind of know what you're going to get there, right? Who did, you know, Neil and Eli and um, Jacob Martin? Jacob Martin. Jacob off the bench was huge. Yeah, if he takes good care of the ball and his shot selection is good, he changes their dynamic. And doesn't just force stuff. Like he forced some stuff and it went in on Wednesday night. If it's not going, just slow down, bud. Like take a like pump the brakes and find someone that's open. Eli should is gonna need to have a big game too. Does no North. Does Gretna have to get something from Cade Cook? Uh yeah. I you know, him at the top of their one three one He's long, isn't he? Is a little dicey. And it, the thing with that one three one though, um, is you know, you got Neil Mosser that is a sharp shooter that can hit threes and Miller North can shoot it pretty well from three. So how's that one, three, one work? Is that going to make uh, them get out of it when Cade's in, but when Cade's in, he's, that's what he's going to do. And it's, it's kind of a menace at the top of that. So um, just the length and, and everything. I, you know, I know Gretna really likes Cade. Um, I talked to coach Hurd about it. I mean, I'm, I'm excited to see what coach Hurd comes up with as the defensive coordinator today for uh for the Gretna Dragons. <laughs> I know one thing. He won't lack intensity. No, nah, he's man, amazing. he looks mean. Listen, like I for, I for a guy that really isn't, he's intense. He looks like he just as soon run hey, you don't over. mess with him. I I've gotten to know I've gotten to know, you know, a lot of people through the years and uh Bill Hurd and Brad Feekin are two of my favorite people and I I absolutely consider them zero question. They are fantastic they are, people. They're amazing, um, and uh, I have a, a special place uh, in my heart for Bill Hurd. I um, I don't know if you guys saw it, but like I'll just bring it up. He was the coach that I talked to after uh, in my um, speech that I gave my keynote speech. Yeah. He was the coach that just happened to be there the moment that I got fired from my real job in 2015 at the state tournament. So um, his real job. He just and he. <laughs> And he's he dead, just he's dead like, serious. well, I know. It just makes yeah. me laugh that he says I got fired for my Hurt, real job, as if what he's doing right now is not a job. He's a stud. I, I saw him yeah. at UBT a couple of a months or about a month ago, and we just kind of talked off top. And uh, he's just he, he's he's a good one, man. There, he's a great dude. Hey, by the way, don't no one should get up at halftime because the best dance team in America is going to perform that's at what halftime you were saying. again. So um, we'll see if people think that's creepy that I take a video of them again tonight, which is weird because they have more clothes on than volleyball players, swimmers, or track athletes that are girls. Hey, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. There have been times before. There have been times before where when I worked in news and I would go to high school games, I would film the halftime show, and there were there were people that would like joke with me. Like, ooh, Andrew, why'd you why'd you shoot him from that? Sauter, are you getting, it's like who thinks you, like that? You're you're kinda I know when Michael Jerome is a little edgy. You, you apparently got some bad vibes with that, or what am I missing? 
Which is, yeah, which it's is just hard to not look like a creepy guy videotaping 20 girls dancing around. Like, that's what people it, think. But that's not there's what no any, any media member thinks. There's no difference than a volleyball player or a track athlete. They had more clothes on than them than Mike, they do every day. Mike. Swimming. Mike. Like, I'm going to give you a... Yeah. I'm going to give you the best life advice I could ever give you. Don't care? Don't ever seek counsel from the less mature. No, if, I don't. If, hey, if, you, if you just do that, you're already winning. Hey, hurt people hurt people. That's what that's You heard what somebody once say that? Did you hear somebody yeah, once say that? Well, hurt, I'll tell you what. Mike, Mike isn't just at the state tournament to talk basketball. He's go, talking everything high school. Go, go Avery. Go Jacob Padilla. And uh, we'll see Mike later today. She's got hockey. That is right. UNO he's hockey such, tonight. He's such a hater. Yeah. By by, I love Avery. She's done a great job. Uh, so apparently, I think I have like Marissa and uh, the boss lady Sasha this morning. Uh oh. Uh oh. Now you yeah, have to yeah, actually stay your, in line. You better get your butt in gear. <laughs> Sauter, we appreciate you, man. All right. Yeah. Bye. See you, man. That's Mike Sauter at Mike Sauter underscore on Twitter. Let's play trivia next. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Coffee and cream with Rogers and Benning on Hale Varsity Radio. Hey, welcome back to the show. 888-638-4876. If you'd like to get involved at any point, if you're trying to play trivia for a Hale Varsity Club gift card, well, your call won't be worthy at the moment because we already have a player. Let's bring in line one. This is Ray. Ray. Welcome to the show. Let's play some trivia. Are you ready? You loosened up. You feel good, Ray? I feel great. Hey, that's what we like to hear on a Friday. That's what we like to hear. We need some good energy because we need to take down DD. You think you have what it takes? We'll see. <laughs> Confident-ish. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go through the questions. Three questions. You get multiple choice, and then I'll give you a tiebreaker. Um, and then when DB comes around, he does not get multiple choice, but he gets one Hail Mary. If you beat him, you get a $25 Hail Varsity Club gift card. Sound good? Sounds great. Let's go. Hey, let's go here. First question for you, Ray. In 1984, Patrick Ewing and the Hoyas defeated this team in the national championship that is currently a projected one seed for this year's NCAA tournament. Name that team. Is it Houston? Alabama or Kansas? Houston. Question number two, Ray. Which Major League Baseball team in the American League calls Globe Life Field home? Is it the Chicago White Sox, the Texas Rangers, or the Cleveland Guardians? Rangers. And question number three. Who was the first player to be on the cover of Madden? Yes, the video game. Was it Dante Culpepper, Eddie George, or Michael Vick? Eddie George. And your tiebreaker question, how many total points did Patrick Ewing accumulate in his career? 
a hint for you, it's between 24,000 and 25,000. Give me a number. 24,362. All righty. Closest two on that one takes it home. Ray, how you feeling? You feel okay? Feel good about those? I'm feeling pretty good about those. All right. I'm going to text DB to come back through the doors. If you could change an answer, if you don't feel too confident, which one would it be? One, two, or three? It would be number one. Number one. Okay. Well, DB, I think you have your work cut out for you today. Ray felt confident-ish as he logged on. Say hello to Ray, DB. Oh, hey, Ray. I'm actually kind of hoping you win. I, I mean, I don't want to throw it, but I'm kind of hoping somebody wins. All right, let's go. All right. Question number one, DB. Again, you have one Hail Mary. Remember to keep that in the bag. I always have to remind you because you, you tend to not use it. Okay. Uh, and so just so you know, in 1984, Patrick Ewing and the Hoyas defeated this team in the national championship. Houston that is, Cougars. All right. Well, I don't have to go any further. F the finish to that question, oh, that sorry. is currently a sorry. projected one seed for this year's NCAA tournament. Sorry. Okay. Question number two. Which Major League Baseball team in the American League calls Globe Life Field home? Oh, boy. I, th so this is one thing I'm definitely not good at. I'm afraid to use my Hail Mary this early. Can I pass and come back to it, or do I have to answer it now? I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Yeah, let, me come, it let me come back to that. Podge. Globe Life? Globe Life Field. Just okay. think on that. Question number three. Who was the first player to be on the cover of Madden? Yes, the video game Madden. The first player ever to be on the cover. Uh, What year? I was just getting cut again. Was that Washington? This has 99. Because I was a video game junkie. Um... Was that 98 or 99? Uh, I'll go with... Well, I had a Madden in 93 or 94. Yeah, but it was always John Madden. Players didn't start... Until about 89, 98, no, 99. No, yeah, because I was just about done trying to make a team. Uh, you have the Hail Mary for this question, too, if you need it. I'm going to go with Garrison Hurst. And let's go back to question number two. Which Major League Baseball team in the American League calls Globe Life Field home? I'm assuming you want the three answer choices. Yeah. I'm still not going to know it. But. Is it the Chicago White Sox, the Texas Rangers, or the Cleveland Guardians? What does Global Life do? That could help me. No. Um, Globe Life. Globe. <laughs> 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 not Globo Jim. <laughs> We're here to <laughs> never mind. Uh in honor of John Tolman, I'm gonna go with the Rangers. Okie dokie. And your tiebreaker question. Uh how many total points did Patrick Ewing accumulate in his career? The hint is it's between twenty four thousand and twenty five thousand. Yeah. Okay, I'll be close. Because I knew it was twenty four something. Uh he scored twenty four thousand. 467 points. 467. Thank you, DB. Let's go through the answers. Ray, do you feel good? No? Yes? Tell me. Uh, I'm like 
70-30. In favor of you or DB? I hope Brady wins. <laughs> Got Those are in tough. favor of me. <laughs> Those are tough. Yep, always are. <laughs> They're never easy. Okay, go. Hey, question number one. In 1984, Ewing and the Hoyas defeated which team in the national championship that's currently a projected one seed this year? Is it Houston, Alabama, or Kansas? You both said Houston. You both are correct. Okay. Thank question you. number two. Which Major League Baseball team in the American League calls Globe Life Field home? The White Sox, the Rangers, or the Guardians? You both said the Rangers. You both are correct. Wow. Nice Go, work. John Tallman. <laughs> Let's go, JT. And who was the first player? You'll always get me on those. On the cover of Madden. Oh, the baseball stadiums? Yeah, I have no idea. I only know like 12, maybe 11. Who was the first player to be on the cover of Madden? The three answer choices were actually Cole Pepper, Eddie George, and Michael Vick. So none of what DB ended up saying. So it all comes down to Ray's answer. Uh, he went with Eddie George. That's a good one. And that is correct. Yeah, that's a Ray, good one. Ray, three for three Let's go, on Ray. the day, beats DB 3-2. But, Ray, you got lucky, man, because if this would have gone to the tiebreaker, it would have went in DB's direction. How many total points did Ewing accumulate in his career? Ray said 24,362. DB said 24,467. The answer is 24,815. Let's go. So, but nice shoot, work man. on Good the job, Ray. But, Ray, nice work, man. Taking on my Hale Varsity Club gift shoot, card. Shoot, that's the first time I've taken an L in a minute. Good on Ray. Ray, now you must feel good. I appreciate I appreciate appreciate DB throwing the game for me. Yeah. <laughs> $25 gift card at the hostess stand for you. Come pick it up whenever you can. That's awesome. Nice work, Ray. We'll see you later. How did I? So, yeah, just fluky. So God bless John Tallman. Otherwise, it wouldn't have even been close. You yeah. know, you realize that's zero clue. Zero. On the stadium. Stadium question. Yeah. yeah. I just, so when I was putting I, together I, the question, I'm like, man, I want to have something baseball. It's World Baseball Classic. But at the same time, it's like, man, like how, World Baseball Classic's only been around since, what, the early, early 2000s? Like, I think Japan got the first win in like three or six or not, something like that. That surprised me. Um, it may have been even later. It may have been nine. Uh, but Madden, if I would have given you the date, would that have helped you more? Like, because Madden 2001 was the first player on the cover. Would that have helped more? 2001, I would – no. Not really. Okay. Because those – because even your – even your um, – even your multiple choice were tough. Because you're with – yeah, because you're within a couple I'm within of the years. timeline. Yeah. yeah like, well, I believe all three were on Madden. Yeah. So I know Cole Pepper and Eddie George were. Who was the other choice? Michael Vick. I think he was on four. Yeah. 2004, if I'm correct. That's pretty good, man. Uh, he, Eddie George was so one. Does Ray Cole get, Pepper was two. Does Ray get multiple choice? He does. And Vick was. I, see, four. I still don't know if I would have gotten it with multiple choice. I know I wouldn't have said Garrison Hurst, though. Right. I just liked him. Came back from a broken ankle. It's kind of gruesome. I used to have a thing for old Georgia running backs. And I gave you a running back as the answer here, I DB. I know. I know. Man. You were. You were. That's all right. At least somebody. Part. Listen. I wonder if he's gonna get that Pacific Heat pizza. Did you see that? No. Yeah, it's pepperoni, jalapeno, pickled jalapeno, 
Uh, it has pineapple on it though, so I'd be out. But yeah, I'm not much of a fruit. I mean, on my it pizza. was it was kind of rolling. Shane, did you see that? I think it's Pacific Heat. Yeah, I saw that. It uh, it's got a lot of stuff on it. <laughs> a lot of ingredients. But he uh, he does make uh, everything I've had that he's cooked up here has been awesome. So yeah, so Pacific I'm gonna heat. I'm gonna tease this because I want it to be a party on. St. Patrick's Day for breakfast. Corn, beef, eggs, Benedict. Wait till you see what this bad boy looks oh, like. Yeah, the pictures. I mean, <laughs> pictures are. Let's, it doesn't you, even you, tell you, out hey, it is. I'm team corn beef. Stay on the line, Hockey Dad. We'll get to you next. Coffee and cream with Rogers and Benning on Hale Varsity Radio. Hey, welcome back to the show. Hopefully you had some fun there. I know Ray did winning a Hale Varsity Club gift card. And it's always nice to take down DB in something. He is the smartest guy in the room. So not, not when true. you can take down a trivia moggle. <laughs> moggle. Like DB. You're not oh. a moggle. Oh, shoot. A mogul. No. No. No, sir. No, sir. I'm, I'm just waiting for 6 o'clock. <laughs> well, we uh, before we get there, Still have a radio show to finish Wait, up. Wait, are we working? Today? We are working right now. 888-638-4876. If you have anything you want to talk about, and we have a caller on line two right now. Hockey Dad, I'm assuming Jay Rich. Uh, welcome to the show, man. Good morning. It is. How you guys doing? Good. Good. How are you? It's, it's a lot easier to I'm talk good. to you when hey. I know you're not saying something smart right in front of my face. <laughs> well, it's early. Wait till next week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's up, buddy? Hey, uh, hey, real quick, you were talking about breakfast next week. Have you had the wing sauce of the week yet? Oh, you know I have. Uh, it, it's Thai peanut. Oh, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. It's it I was tried Mongolian it. something. And oh, you're talking about the one that they just started yesterday. It was really or, good. Hey, listen, that's brand spanking new. So you just were in here yesterday. Yeah, like they just. Is it good? He was changing the it board was... yesterday morning when we left. The big yeah, guy? it was really good. Well, it's sure. really good. So what is it again? A little orange. It's Mongolian fire, something like that. Well, if it's like anything in the stir fry, that's probably going to be pretty good. Stir fry? It's, oh, that's it tasted shampoo. like it had some orange in it and some chili uh, chili powder, uh, chili peppers, uh, like crushed red chilies. Red it, it, it was really good. Okay. He yeah, it, it was good. He doesn't so. mess around. I was too busy trying to get my and bags bre- out of his freezer. <laughs> That is true. And, and uh, breakfast sounds real good. Are you guys going to be at the watch party? Uh, uh, yes. The, That's the March uh, Madness watch party? Yeah, yeah. so I'm pot committed. Do you, Jay Rich, you know me well enough to know, like, those aren't my favorite. But it's almost like they penciled me in and left me no choice. So I, it's like. No, no, they didn't well, pencil. They penned you. Yeah, they, they sharpied me in. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I guess I'll be watching March Madness. But I can always hide. I well, know where all the closets and exits are. I was going to say, you'll be in the corner. That's fine. You, that's where they put baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nobody put baby in the corner. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, I just I just uh, was calling uh, hockey uh, season playoffs are in full effect around the country. Yeah. And um, uh, there's a number of Omaha kids playing 
trying to punch their tickets to nationals, including two of mine who play for the Carolina Junior Hurricanes. That's so awesome. they uh, they are the favorite in the uh, USPHL Elite to go to nationals and win it. And their playoffs start tomorrow against the Richmond Generals in Charlotte, North Carolina. Beautiful uh, city. So one to wish them luck. And one to wish all the other kids that are playing on punch their tickets to nationals luck. Um, I'm not real thrilled about the times because it's 7 a.m. tomorrow morning, <laughs> which will be even better on Sunday with daylight savings time. But anyway, I just wanted to wish Alex and Zach and their teammates best of luck. And um, what are your thoughts about Omaha tonight? Oh, I can't I'm, wait. Yeah. I think it's going to be a crazy series. Uh, I, it benefits them being at home opposed to at North Dakota. Uh, I mean, we saw that, you know, last weekend, two weekends ago. They last split week? last time on or was yeah, last it week, the, yeah. the lost tie? Yeah, uh, it, I, it pays to be at home for this series. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the Mavs in this one. Slight. I don't. Feel Do they go great. to three? What do you think, Jay Rich? Uh, well, you know, they didn't have a good weekend last week. Home nope. is definitely gonna help. I hope the building is full. Um, I won't be there this weekend, unfortunately. But um, you know, North Dakota is still North Dakota, and Omaha, I don't believe, has ever won a playoff series to get up to St. Paul. So Correct. this would be a first, and uh, it's also a first. I don't think they've ever played a playoff series at Baxter, so it's a big weekend that for the Mavs. That is true, too. Yeah, huge week for the Mavs, no so. doubt. Thanks for the call, uh, and, and good luck to your Thanks, boys, too. I'm taking Mavs. Yeah, I like the Mavs, too. And it's really not only just because they're at home, but because they didn't have a very good weekend up in North Dakota, but they competed in those games. It wasn't like they got blown I, I like the fact that they have a gauge. Because sometimes when you're kind of the unknown and you get a little trial run at it, now you know you can settle in, especially back Now, at North home. Dakota, they travel well. Oh, they will wait, show oh, out. Nebraska the, fans, or it's going to sell out at Baxter. Yeah, Omaha fans have seen this before. They, they they know that they will come in droves to support. And that's why we need the Omaha community there if you aren't at Boys State Basketball this weekend. Support the Mavs. Let's go to line three. Michigan Lance here to talk basketball. This may be the heaviest caller segment we've had since we started the show. Lance, what's up, man? Hey, what's up, fellas? How y'all doing? Oh, good. What's it's going Friday. on, buddy? Hey, good, man. Hey, my connection okay for you? Yes, Great. sir. All right, hey, uh... Man, basketball, high school basketball in the state of Nebraska. Uh, question number one is, I got a couple. Number one, is is Dostler the clear-cut best player in the state? Yes. Or is it, okay, is there anybody close or no? Uh, not Certainly not in 2023. Uh, maybe, okay. not before it's okay. all, maybe not before it's all said and done with some of the younger guys. But it. I got you, but yeah, in 2023. I actually asked that okay. same question halfway through the season to DB and Sauter, and the response was yes immediately, too. And ever since watching him the back half of this season, Listen, he's, no question. He's, I mean, there's there's nobody else that can handle the ball like he can. He's way with, good. With his IQ and it, it just what he's been able to do facilitating and scoring, it's it's incredible to watch. He's bigger and stronger, too. Like, I think you'll be – you see him up close, He's he's bigger than you think. Yeah, and, and I and I know he's a great player. I'm not doubting it. I just know sure. there's a lot of great players in 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 Nebraska, but specifically the Metro this year. So I didn't know how far and above his game has separated from some of those other players that, like we know, DB that are younger yeah. as well. Um, so that's my question. It wasn't like he wasn't good or anything. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the kid from Crete, uh, is he a football guy too? You know, I don't know if he plays football or not. I saw – I was just watching the tail end of that game and all the interviews. Actually, I think 
Avery, maybe Avery and Sauter interviewed him. You like you looked at his frame, didn't you? Man, yeah, I'm yeah. looking like, well, where did this kid come from? And I'm like, man, he looks good. Like, yeah. does, does he play football? Is he just a basketball guy? He's he's got a he's got a a, a fantastic frame. He's a good interview too because I think Avery got him, um, maybe in the tunnel, like yes. right right yep, after. Right yeah, after, yeah, right yeah, after yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, right, yeah. I watched the highlights and I watched the interview. I'm like, hey, man, this because so for you, he kind of came out of nowhere. For you guys, too, then. You well, kind of didn't hear about him so, early on? Or, so or so we knew about him as a player and, like, as a team. I think people – there. we were talking about this two segments ago, maybe the one with Sauter. Crete was one of those teams yeah, I heard you. Um, with, with, that I would go over with Jacob on NEB preps. And this is probably about eight, nine weeks ago, and they were just getting ready to get in the thick of their schedule. So with each kind of win in advance, we're like, hey, you know, Crete's – must, they must be for real, right? Because you don't know the right. part of their schedule. But, yeah, we've been watching them on the come almost all year. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm, hey, man, I, I would really like to know the listeners. Hey, he man, does have a, a fantastic guy, frame. Man, put, if, if he is, I would like to see him put some film on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Like, I would like to see what this guy is doing, man. <laughs> How he moves. I'm like, where did this kid come from? <laughs> like, And then especially Creep, Black, you know, it's like, hold on, wait a second. Yeah. Well, that, but we know how that go, DB. <laughs> why, why the DB reference? Oh, I don't, my God. Well, I mean, I don't know. Andrew, hey, Andrew, I don't know. I don't know if your wife is a minority or not. I oh, don't no, know. You, you got to let not. me know. Oh, okay, all right. So, hey, I'm not saying you discriminate. No, 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 no. No, no. I know what I know. Hey, you that that so fire. And hey, Damon, that actually wasn't personal. I was just talking about it. In general. Oh, it's, I'm it's being a... serious. That wasn't personal. Well, that was in general. Yeah, Lance, has, <laughs> Lance has had some classics on here. Yeah, but that but that one wasn't. And that wasn't a shot, seriously. Uh, you know, <laughs> I will let you know if it was. Oh, <laughs> uh, Lance, you killed me. Hey, real quick, and then uh, Westside, right? You know I'm rooting for for Caleb um, and, and CJ Mitchell. Watch his dad, know him growing up and stuff, man. And so it's 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 good to see. I, I know those other more basketball guys for Westside are are really good, but the key for them, I believe, is Caleb Benning and Caleb Mitchell playing like they do in the summer in this tournament, I which you saw agree. some of that, you know what I mean, in the first first round. But yeah. for the key for them, hey, man, it's, I've been hearing about these guys their whole life in the summer. Hey, it, you need to prove it, you know what I mean, where, where it matters and people remember and where you can get a championship. You know what I'm saying, the show for it from the state bound. Yeah. And so yeah, if, if you're playing play, that well on the play like you know how to play against – Better competition, no sense to not turn them loose tonight. Yeah, I exactly. No, I most definitely. You, you, you must have been channeling your inner Alvin Mitchell because he's been saying that all year. <laughs> well, I think he's actually been saying it a couple years because last year I was like, DB, what are they doing? <laughs> I was like, he's well, like, yeah, well, man, it's, Mitchell's it's on just, that it's too. Just, so. It's just hard when you, you know, you'd won twenty some odd games. I mean. I don't think anybody saw the prep game coming when they laid the egg at State, so they'll have a chance. Yeah, and, and I mean, because like you said, they've seen a lot better talent competition. I mean, they've, they've beaten four or five stars. Yeah. So, hey, man, come out and do it and show that you can. And, again, we talk about being aggressive. Being aggressive doesn't mean they got to come out and score 20 apiece or 30 or anything like that, but it's 
being active and aggressive in the game. Well, and, they, you know, I'm they always, both played well against Bellevue West the, the second time. They, they were did. both yep. atrocious the first time. So, it, I mean, we'll see. Right, that, right. They, I we'll, mean, we'll see which one we get. Law, law of averages right there. <laughs> Lance, we appreciate hey, the call, man. Thanks so much. Weekend. Call again soon. Yep. How weird would it Talk be? Talk to you later. How weird would it be if it somehow was a Westside Gretna final? Hey, I, I could you I, imagine? I've said it. I, I've alluded to it. I shouldn't say I've said it officially. But look, if if after six o'clock Westside's in the final, don't be surprised because they're playing their best basketball I don't right know, now. Man. You're more optimistic than me. I'm yeah. just a dad. I'm just optimistic. <laughs> Adam McClintock next. Coffee and cream on Hale Varsity Radio with Andrew Rogers and Damon Benning. It's 9 o'clock, coffee and cream in the morning on Hale Varsity Radio, powered by Currency. I say it's 9 o'clock because if you are just listening, whether you are on Twitter or YouTube, you may not be looking in the top corner, so I wanted to tell you what time it was. So don't get mad that I just told you the time. We're also on ESPN 590 here in Omaha and now on KFOR in Lincoln as we are for the last hour of every show. Happy to have you with us. Coffee and cream in the morning on Hale Varsity Radio powered by Currency. We are live from the H&H Chevrolet stage at Hale Varsity Club. He's Damon Benning. I'm Andrew Rogers. And joining us now on the show is Adam McClintock, co-founder of Matrix Analytical at CFB underscore professor on Twitter. Adam, good morning, man. Good morning, guys. How you doing? Good. You know, I needed a touch. I, it's, we got to do this every so often so I get a little smarter and Andrew and I can figure out how well, to. I mean, I'll tell you what. Talk about being smarter. I feel dumb because here's my first question for him because anybody can pop on Twitter and be like, oh, yeah, you know, I see the description of Matrix Analytical, but what does that mean? So for the sake of the rest of this interview and so that it goes well, uh, Adam, a, dumb it down for me exactly what Matrix Analytical is and does. Well, uh, basically what we do is we um, we help uh, coaches and coaching staffs kind of use numbers to, 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 to fill their needs. So um, say an athletic director has a need for uh, a new head coach. His coach left for, for whatever reason. He can come to us and say, hey, I don't really want to use the buddy system. My network isn't isn't that isn't that uh, that 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 deep. My my black book doesn't have that many names in it. Please help us. Please help us use numbers. Um, and, um, we 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 just provide another tool for these athletic directors and these and these athletic departments to use in making staffing decisions. So that's that's from a ten thousand foot view. That's basically what we do. So now I won't sound dumb so, for my next question after DB goes. So, so hypothetically <laughs> speaking here. Adam, like, let's say I'm talking to Andrew and we're having a show and I say something like, man, it's pretty impressive during this coaching search list how Trev is looking for first down run stop rates, third down conversion rates, who runs the ball X amount of times in the first quarter. Hypothetically speaking, if somebody was looking for that and had that data accessible to them, those you they could kind of you could kind of consult and kind of be that guy to help plug and play what people are actually looking for, right? Yeah, theoretically. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I mean, I no, just I'm just kind of giving it because I think when I was talking about those things and it was in passing and things that he was looking for, 
by he I mean Trevor Alberts, he was very, very specific about what he wanted this team to have and embody for the next coaching regime. I, I thought it was pretty impressive. Yeah, I mean, he – and every athletic director does things differently. Trev had, you know, a, a certain way of, of, of going about it that was that was unique to, to, to how he was um, – unique to his process, um, which, which we really appreciated. Uh, so, yeah, he – there were certain things that certain certain criteria that he wanted to see in coming into the program and we just we were we're three pieces of a, of a thousand piece puzzle okay that's what we are we are not the entire picture but we, we 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 can help you to 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 better better see the 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 entire picture more clearly so that's that's basically you know what 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 we what we were a part of in that process was just just giving him, hey, the criteria you've given us, here's here's kind of what matches what you're looking for. Now, here you're you're really smart. You can make the decision. <laughs> so, Adam, you're kind of like big brother for a lot of these a lot of these hirings, right? Like you're kind of looked at as somebody that, like, hey, it's my resource. Um, is that like a good way to kind of like describe what you guys do? Like, are you kind of like a big brother to these people? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're that we're that tool in we're we're that tool in your garage, right? That has has one single purpose, and uh, it doesn't get used very often. But when it does, you're glad you have it. And that's that, that's that, that's us. That's that's what we do. Um, it's just purely staffing, purely using numbers to, to 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 help kind of kind of give one more one more element of 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 uh, just just a perspective to these athletic directors that they, that they don't typically have. Yeah. If you're not watching on YouTube, uh, Adam has a sensational mini helmet collection. No in question. The background. And as you know, I have a short attention span and I love many helmets. So I am captivated by the background as you're giving me data. So guys like you, Dave, a lot of smart guys. And I think where you and I started to get along for so long, it was like you're bringing together the best of both worlds. I, I see better than I hear, so I like to watch. I reference numbers as kind of a baseline, and I usually arrive at the truth kind of somewhere in the middle. So you guys are so good at figuring out and helping big schools find assistant coaches, coordinators. Like, you can get in the weeds. How long does it take you to accrue data when you're, like, looking for coach effect? Hey, you know – as a run game stopper or, you know, as a wide receivers coach or he's an up-and-comer, like, you guys have to spend a fair amount of time compiling data. Yeah, you know, our database, the way we do it, we don't actually compile the data on the spot. We already have the data already there. So we have play-by-play data for every for every coach since 2009 who's ever wore a headset. And that's FBS, that's FCS, um, it's a massive database. So what we do, um, Damon, for, you know, for example, what you were saying is say a head coach loses a wide receiver, a wide receiver coach. Okay. He, he wants a wide receiver coach who, who does X, Y, and Z. Okay. We can go through and we can filter using his criteria mm-hmm. to find the wide receiver coaches of the past since 2009, um, who fit that criteria the best and who have had the best performance. Mm-hmm. Um, now, keeping up with that database is 
is a, a is a whole nother animal in itself because this time of year, especially from from like January until now, coaches are on the move. So we have to we have to update our database with every coaching move, and you know, uh, double check, triple check that thing. That way, it's it's accurate when athletic directors come to us in October, November, December for these coaching changes. So it really is a, it, it's a scramble from 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 December until about right now, just keeping that up to date because you know we we don't we don't want to feed our clients bad information. So and. Uh, as you know, just keeping track of, of, of head coaching moves and coordinator moves themselves are is, is hard enough, let alone the, the position coach moves every season from the FCS and FBS. So that's that's where the time intensive part comes in is is actually keeping up with all the coaching changes and, and, and keeping track of where where everybody is and where everybody's going. So we're talking to Adam McClintock, a real life Peter Brandt. Um, if he starred in Moneyball with Billy Bean, that's exactly what he's doing. He's going through the analytics. And, you know, keep it with this coaching staff. A young staff, uh, if we want to continue to beat the dead horse, I mean, that's kind of been the thing with this with this Nebraska coaching staff. What would you say is most or the most unique piece of data you have on this staff? Is it uh, the lack of experience for some guys, or is there something else that sticks out to you? Oh yeah. First of all, lack of experience doesn't necessarily mean bad. You know, Coach Rule, something that we have um, have really, really appreciated about him and the way he chooses his staffs is he is very he has a very good track record of going out and plucking guys um, that quote unquote don't have any experience. <laughs> and three or four three or four years later, they're you know regard the best secondary coach in the country, like you see you know Fran Brown of Georgia or the one of the best defensive line coaches in the country, as you see Elijah Robinson at, 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 uh, at uh, Texas A&M. These guys weren't known quantities when he went and hired them at Temple. They weren't. They were, they were, they were guys that, that he was able to go out, evaluate himself, and pluck. That's a very, very um, specific uh, quality in a head coach that isn't all that common, is the ability to discern um, um, uh, assistant coaching talent. That's very tough to do. Um, so while these guys, yeah, they might be inexperienced. Don't let that scare anybody off. Rule's got a coach rule has a, a very good track record record of doing this in the past. This is something he's done in the past. He's very good at, um, now the guys on staff that we have, uh, information on, we usually like to have at least three years of, of data on these, on, on these coaches in order for us to have a solid rating or solid grade start with my the favorite who... ej coach barthel oh yeah ej barthel okay so guys, i've never I, haven't, guys... I don't even think i've ever talked to you about him but i have this weird affinity no. right as the minute he was hired like i was like i was kind of gushing i was just looking at his resume i looked at the room that he was inheriting i looked at where he'd been and kind of what his track record was and i was like Man, he kind of fits my personality. I like Coach Barthel. So if you can only finish this interview if you're going to say good things. Am I on to something <laughs> or am I not? <laughs> Excuse me. Guys with under three years of experience, we are able to track their arc and, and, and we, we determine whether they, are, um, they have the profile in the first three years of their coaching to be superstar head coaches or not. Two of them on Nebraska do. Barthel is one of them. Let's go. And and uh, and 
Cooper's the other one. Hey, that's mine. Hey. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so, so the guys with under three years. Hey, old, that's not scary, that. but good. <laughs> I got a DB in my house. <laughs> so that's not saying that the guys who aren't on that track aren't good coaches, but those guys have the potential to be phenomenal coaches, like top 10 at their position coach in, in the country. Um, very, very, very promising young coaches, those two are, especially. How, so what is the – before I move on to another staff, I'm curious about because I think they're getting national praise, and I want to ask you about them too. But what is it in particular about those guys that gives them such a positive arc? It's – the results that they have been able to get with the talent that they've had in their rooms compared to the talent that they're playing is – that proportional that that proportion there is 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 phenomenal i mean he went to a yukon running backs room where yukon had not had a lot of success before you know he he and 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 um oh i'm drawing a blank of who the head coach is there now uh jim mora jim mora yeah um uh before jim mora got there yukon had 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 kind of had very limited success and, and quite frankly struggled very mightily um, you know, he got there and looked at the running game at UConn almost immediately. We like to see immediate flips. We like to see immediate uh, results. We like to see progression, okay? Year-to-year -year progression. And his year-to-year -year progression at UConn was phenomenal. So that's one of the things we look for. Um, I would expect that to happen as well at Nebraska. Hey, you know, what's the best – because you, you've worked with – other teams and not just throughout this process like most recently it was hey you know you guys were a, a big piece of the process and compiling data for the uh, next Nebraska coaching staff but what's the best story that you have or that you've come across along the way in everything that you do like working okay. with the team what I mean by that like what's the best story that you can share well okay yeah I, I, I have a couple um, this past this past uh, coaching season, or, or silly season, I guess you, you would call it, <laughs> um, <laughs> we got a call from a Power Five school. I can't name names because they get right, touch right. contract that. So, but we got a call from a, uh, a Power Five school that we had not worked for before, but they had gotten our name through the through, through the grapevine through a couple other Power Five schools that we had worked for before. And they were going through a coaching change. They needed to get it right. Their fan base was really antsy. And they um, they wanted to fly us into uh, an airport in, in, in Atlanta, Georgia, okay, to, to, to meet there for 24 hours to go through this data and, and then fly us back. <laughs> and it was, it, was, it was that quick. It was that quick. They, we, we, we gave them our point of view on what they were looking for. And they said, thank you. Bye. And two weeks later, they hired the guy that we, we, we'd, we'd recommended. So it was, it was like, literally that's, that's, that, that, that's, that's how I, that's how I came up with the, the whole, we're the tool in the back of the, in the back of the garage that nobody really knows what it's for until you need it. And then it's like, okay, that's what that's for. And you know, then we get forgotten about again. <laughs> let me ask until you about, they find you. Let me ask you about a staff that's definitely piqued my interest in some good, some bad. Like if a selfish DB, like former player DB is like, I want it to be bad, bad, bad. Objective DB that's an adult is like, wow, it's kind of impressive on the surface. What do you 
What do you think they're establishing or doing with at Wisconsin with kind of this cultural flip they had? Because the staff on paper looks pretty good. You are not wrong. That on staff I am paper, trending. Let's go. <laughs> this episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. On paper, that staff, that was now on paper because, you know, there's also, I also have a story of, of a Power 5 team we helped two years ago who hired a bunch of superstar coaches that um, too many of them wanted to be head coaches. Oh, and they were probably, all doing yeah. their own thing. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of, of infighting on that coaching staff. And that whole staff has almost turned over now. So <laughs> um, just because it looks great on paper doesn't necessarily mean it's, it, it's going to be great on, on the field. But on paper, that Wisconsin uh, coaching staff is probably one of the top two or three best in the offseason hired. Mm. Um, I don't, I don't know. It's going to be a problem if the philosophy of Phil Longo is going to work in the Big Ten. You know, uh, there's a certain threshold of of running play percentage that has proven to be um, successful uh, or needed to be successful for, for for teams in the Big Ten to win. Phil Longo does not meet that i mean we'll see if we'll see if that bucks if, if he can buck the trend he's really good phil long was a very good offensive coordinator um we'll see if, if he's able to to, to 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 make that offensive system work uh up north of in, in madison you do a good job of coming up with and i know sometimes people think because you know originally you've been a nebraska fan your data is very objective right so you'll have your mm-hmm. rankings you guys are really good with win totals um been scaringly accurate in terms of models how when you look at this team with all the roster turnover that they've had how difficult is this to kind of cap when you put out your your win projection models well it's it's gotten more and more difficult the past two or three years just with the transfer portal and how to how how to navigate you know a, a player's um um production from one school coming to another like how does that translate you know because you're, you're going from one philosophy one offensive coordinator is 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 pass heavy you know and you, you have a wide receiver who's coming in with, with a bunch of yards well that we've, we've heard maybe that that's not maybe the case that you know coach rule wants to do at, at, at nebraska is, is throw the ball a lot so how do those receiving yards and, re- and receptions and, and 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 all that production he had at school x who liked to throw the ball around how does that translate to a school like Nebraska with a new staff, you know, and coach Y 
who has 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 said, okay, we're we're going to be ground to pound, we're 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 going to huddle, we're 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 going to do all these other different things, you know. So things like that make it a little bit more difficult. Um, but last year was the first year I'd kind of tinkered with doing things a little bit differently, and it turned out to be results were a little mixed. Um, but it's 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 definitely more difficult than it was five years ago. Let's just, let's just leave it at that. <laughs> hey, keep it with that recruiting point. Uh, with all the new faces, um, you know, what what have you kind of seen or um, followed along with when it comes to translating that production from a previous school to Nebraska with, like, certain players in particular? Like, do you have that data to back up some of those things? Are you, are you speaking uh, transfers through, through, through the portal? Yeah, or? yeah, transfers through the portal. What we've seen and what we've kind of noticed is you always look for players to what we say uh, follow up. Okay, so you want you want, for example, you want guys from North Dakota State, you want guys from from Montana, you want guys from these big FCS programs to come into your program because they're they're hungry. They're they, they've never been, been in a big Power Five school before. They seem, and and that's that it's there, there are exceptions to the rule, but they seem like they hit more often than they than they, than they don't. Mm. Um, rather than getting somebody, say, uh, the from now, Georgia to Nebraska, exactly, yeah, yeah, somebody who 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 maybe was third or fourth on the depth chart is is coming from 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 a program that is uh, that is used to winning, used to you know all the, the the creature comforts that come along with that. They come to they they, they come to Nebraska. Maybe they're not quite as hungry now. Now 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 now, now. Trey Palmer last year, I think he kind of proved that wrong. But more often than not, across the country on, on a wide scale, what we're seeing is you want to see guys who are who are following up, guys who are coming from the G5 programs who succeeded there and are hungry to, to prove themselves at the Power 5 level. That seems to be more um, transferable than, 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 than you know, somebody coming from a, a power school to dropping down to somewhere who uh, – just to get more playing time. Let me ask you one more quick question. Uh, what do you, how's it looking – for schools locally in the area like Kansas State and the staff that they put together to be a thorn in the side of, of maybe what Nebraska wants to do? They're definitely just going to be recruiting the same guys. I mean, it's the same philosophy. You, you've seen Chris Kleiman's teams at North Dakota State at, you know, and, and the ones he's had at Kansas State. That is a very good coaching staff at Kansas, Kansas State. It's, it's, it's the best, I think. I, I think we have it as the best in the Big 12 right now mm. as a coaching staff so it's they know what they're doing they have a they have a they have a blueprint they're executing it it there's going to be some recruiting battles now now i I think i think if 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 coach rule can get this turned around and get going in the right direction i think the cachet that nebraska has will still trump that of what kansas state has especially being in the big 10 versus being in the big 12 but um they're definitely are, are, are going to be recruiting the same pools no doubt, does K-State so, have a blueprint? So good. No doubt. Adam McClintock, thanks so much for your time this morning. We appreciate it. And, uh, you know, I, I feel like I've learned something today. I'm so telling that's, you. So that's all that matters, right? Appreciate it, Adam. You're always good. Uh, Adam McClintock, co-founder of Matrix Analytical at CFB underscore professor on Twitter if you want to toss him a follow. There's a lot going on in there. Like, So we talk a lot. Either Usually it's over Twitter. And he works with a guy, Dave Bartu, who 
is another really, really smart guy. And they, they've tweaked all these methodologies like, you know, coach effect and positive coach And they've been doing this for, what, like nine years? So years? this is kind of a new thing together, but yes. Okay. Each of them independently have been accruing a, a ton of data, and like they kind of come together for this deal. But there are several schools around the country that seek their input. And if you're following either Dave Bartu at Matrix Analytical or Adam at CFB Professor, they'll sometimes comment – on other coaching hires to give opinions because they know. It was just the other day, Power 5 school had hired a guy. They were super pumped, right, the the fan base. And and one of the guys, I think it was Dave, he goes, yeah, I don't know if, you know, being ranked 101st and such and such and such and such was something to really be excited about. But, hey, you know, I just – It's just they – it's, they have the information. They typically are very good. And I ask about those two staffs in particular because <clears throat> they seem to be very efficient at what they do, and they're very, very particular in their recruiting methodology. So, of course, they stick out to me in terms of, okay, who's who can potentially be – I call it an issue. That's not the right word. <laughs> It's not an issue for some. It may be an issue for me. But Is that why you brought up uh, two schools in question? Yeah. <laughs> well, they just have some similarities. Right. You know, before you brought up Wisconsin, when you were talking about, like, a coaching staff, a new staff that interested you, that in my head I was going to butt in and say Wisconsin, I'm, I'm, but I didn't. I am, I'm, I'm paying close attention to the Big Ten West, right? Iowa, Wisconsin, Minnesota, and I, and I try to pit it against what's happening. But – Two good things. A guy called Super Coop could, in fact, be Super <laughs> Evan Cooper. Come on, and, baby. And he likes my man EJ Barthel, so I'm, I'm feeling good. Hey, every year, Stuart Mandel and Bruce Feldman compile a list of the top 25 college football coaches. We'll continue this conversation next. Coffee and Crane with Rodgers and Benning on Hale Varsity Radio. Last segment, we just got done talking about how, you know, Matrix Analytical may be a big brother to a lot of college football teams. And speaking of big brothers, how about Big Brothers Big Sisters' mission to support one-to-one mentoring relationships that ignite the power and promise of youth. Big Brothers Big Sisters of the Midlands targets the children who need us most, including those living in single-parent homes, children in foster care, growing up in poverty, or coping with parental incarceration i know i wanted to reach out to big brothers big sisters i was telling that to db yesterday because it was always an organization i was um, interested in being a part of i went to a gala one time back in college and it was very moving and the effort that they do and the impact that you can have on, on a child's life i think is just is so great so important and, and research has shown that positive relationships between littles and their bigs have a direct and measurable impact on that child's life. Go to mentoromaha.org to sign up and become a big today. Uh, as we move toward this next point that I teased, DB, I read yesterday an article put together by Bruce Feldman and Stuart Mandel about the top 25 college football coaches entering the year. And believe it or not, Matt Rule is somewhere in the mix before even having a game at Nebraska 
under his belt. Now you can probably guess why, uh, but before we get there, I want to see if you can guess the top four names on their list. They are, I think, gimmies. So if, before I say them, I want to give you a chance to to go through their top four college football coaches. Well, Saban. Saban is one. Kirby Smart. He is two. This one, you'd probably be like, eh, okay. But he's a top guy. They're going to say it, but I don't know how I feel about it, Ryan Day. No, he's actually sixth okay. on the list. A team that didn't really live up to expectation this year, kind of found their way back late in the year. ACC team. Oh, Sweeney. Sweeney is three. Yeah, he's kind of come under scrutiny the last couple of years. I'm surprised. It, it's because they fell I, off? I think people kind of look at him and Day in a similar light, even though Day hasn't been as yeah, long. Let's just say but they're very Sweeney tough. built it, though. Yeah, they're Day very, went into they're it. They're very tough on those guys. I don't know why you're tough on Sweeney. I can see you being tough on Day. Not you. I'm saying, like, just the mess. Yeah. And then who comes in at four? Harbaugh. Yeah. Yeah, good call, good call. The top four coaches are Saban, Smart, Sweeney, and Harbaugh. And then coming in at five, DB. I'm not going to get it. James Franklin. See, I'm not the only one who thinks he's a really good coach. We, hey, we got – how long was that back and forth? Man, that was – it was a good five, six minutes, but it, I, I it just, was about, what, two, three weeks ago we just, talked about that? I don't even know if his own fan base thinks that, which Man. isn't necessarily the barometer because fans can be a little out there, but that is extremely He's high. had – Four top ten finishes in the past seven seasons, and I talked about that 11-game win total four times for the guy. L listen, Drew down. If you had a game, I'm just, you don't have, yeah, listen. I, I know where you're going with this. Let's I'm go. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> if Brian Kelly and James Franklin had the same players, you're taking James Franklin? I, yeah, James Franklin and the programs that he's built. Yeah, over oh, Brian Kelly, a two a multiple time coach. I'm gonna take James Franklin here. Man, I would beat you. I'm I'm gonna take James Franklin. Okay, let me give you one more. Okay, because I think he's fantastic. But everybody told me he was too old. Kyle Whittingham, James Franklin. James Franklin. I'm taking James Franklin. Why? So are you enamored with the bravado? I Maybe, the recruiting? Maybe because of not only his program building and recruiting, but I, maybe I'm tied up in what he did at Vandy. Like watching a guy take a program that hadn't been in the top 25 for years. And I'm saying like over a, a, a half a century. And then bringing them to the top 25 two out of three seasons and then moving over to Penn State, going to the Big Ten title in 2016. Like this is somebody that constantly – is improving a program. That's why I think James Franklin is a fantastic coach. Mm. Maybe that is being enamored because of what he's done, but why am I enamored about Matt Rule? Because of what he's done, because of who I know he can be. It's that program building, that recruiting that I goes think, so I, far. Man, I think you're grossly underselling Brian Kelly. And, I, and I'm not trying to. Brian Kelly's a fantastic coach. My Fantastic. Man. Top 10 coach, too. My man T-Max said, I'm done with Pastor Sweeney. 
See, and I hope <laughs> T-Mac is wild. Pastors. But, you know, I th- so I think when people think he comes across as disingenuous or a little preachy, it's turned people off. And Do you think that'll turn people off about Matt Rule? Because sometimes he can come across that way. No, because he'll still go have a Bud Light and tell you to F off. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> so, I, I think at the end of the day, if, if if Coach Rule wants to tell you to go fly a kite, he will. And if you want to sit down and break bread and have a beer over lunch, he would do that too. I don't see Sweeney, Sweeney ever saying that. And I don't think people think there's any duality or, or hypocrisy in the two. Sweeney has come under fire, man, the last two, two and a half years, and he's kind of fallen out of favor. I don't. I originally thought it started with kind of the false chip. Then he had the comments about NIL, and that wasn't received well. And then, you know, um, it, it's just weird. I just think he's been, for as good as he's been, I'm surprised, and I shouldn't be, at how quickly – the proverbial tide has turned. Turned on him. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. Where I was going with this is Matt Rule is on the list, and he's not in the top ten, but Matt Rule comes in at 15 on this list of top 25 between Stuart Mandel and Bruce Feldman, and Wanna it's guess? all based on what he did before 2019. Want me to guess? Oh, I, I think I said the number, but go ahead. Did you? If you missed it, let's go ahead. <laughs> I did because I thought you said it's outside the top such and such, but did you say I, the number? I think I did, but go ahead. Just go. We'll, we'll just run with it. Well, if you said it and I missed it, I'm pissed because I try to listen. But Yeah, but sometimes if I say outside the top ten, you may have thought, oh, okay, in your head, and then I may have said it while you were thinking that. Go ahead. What number do you think you Appreciate you fell bailing in? me out because that's exactly what happened. I'll say 18. 15. On the list is where Coach did you say, Rule Shane, comes did in. he say 15? Because uh, if he did, I felt like I had a, a, a moment where I felt like my partner wasn't listening. But that would have been deja vu. No, because like I, I think like that sometimes, too, where you say something. Did he and say I'm 15? Like, hey, did, 15. Did this, this, 15. This, like, oh, shoot, okay. You wanted me to ask? I got my first non-Kool-Aid chugging moment. 15, 15? seems high. I thought so, too. For, for a guy that came over from the NFL and you're – Basing everything when you miss three years of college football, you're basing everything Listen, off of what happened before 2019. That is that's before what that's 16 was DeBoer. Oh, that is that is Aretha Franklin. And this is what I'm getting at now. That locally, seems we've been saying it since the moment he was hired that this guy has a gene that can find and develop talent. But it being recognized at the national level like this, that's where I think maybe we're not drinking the Kool Aid as much. How about so we were talking to Adam McClintock? He mentioned, um, which is I think people are now figuring out the connection with Georgia and Nebraska and why that pipeline works. Because um, if if they couldn't do it, then the next guy that they trust, we're going to send them to. That happens to me a couple of times a year in school. Hey, this and this has happened with this particular student. He wants to leave. Can we send him to you? I know you'll look out, right? So I can respect that. But do you know the big one that he missed that just got paid? Just got paid. Just got the new deal this offseason. And he was a lowly little high school coach that no one knew about. Sure. And Coach Rule hired him, Mm -hmm. and that was McGuire. He just got paid at Texas Tech. What about Wager? Well, unproven. Okay. But – 
McGuire yes. got paid. Yeah, he did. He <laughs> so got a lot we know about DB coaches and D, we know about D line coaches at A and M that were off the grid. We know about DB coaches that just got paid at Georgia. How about the head boss in Lubbock? Was anybody banging down McGuire's door before Coach Rule got him? No, he just got paid. Yeah. Like, pretty sure they just finished his deal. And and and, and listen, he, t- hockey dad, you knew he was gonna get me. He said, "Wait, listen, fifteen. <laughs> yeah, so I did say fifteen then. <laughs> and leave it to Jay Ritz to call me on it. By the way, I would have switched three and four. That's why, that's why I hope you, you your throat bloats over hollandaise sauce, buddy. Okay. I really don't. Hey, speaking of sauces, how about we talk about the guy that puts pizza sauce on bread? Who did not, not just bread. Who's ex- nice tasting ex- ex- crust. Extremely combative. Probably yesterday. has a security video of <laughs> DB falling down. We don't I'll even ask, have to talk about that. I'll ask if he does. That's Next, it's Matt Burzall. We. and cream with Rogers and Benning on Hale Varsity Radio. Hey, welcome back as we wind this thing down on a Friday. It's coffee and cream in the morning on Hale Varsity Radio, powered by Currency. Damon Benning, Andrew Rogers, happy to have you with us and happy to be joined now by Matt Verzal, former Husker and Paisan's Pizzeria owner. Matt, good morning, and I beg, I beg that you have security footage of DB falling down yesterday. Stop. Stop. I pray. Do you have it? What do you uh, only only in my only in my brain. Oh, <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. I'm sure it lives uh, it, on repeat in your brain too. And I'm sure you didn't give him a hard time either. <laughs> as much as he was complaining about it, I'm surprised he made it in. No, whoa, 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 whoa. What was I complaining about? Whoa, Damon. Matt! You, you dusted your shirt off repeatedly for hours. I probably got a cut and scrapes underneath here. And it fell. And <laughs> That's not even my voice. <laughs> that was how you were acting. <laughs> really? Man, I feel like I'm seeing it now. When you lifted your sleeve up, when you lifted your sleeve up, I expected a bone to be sticking out. <laughs> I thought I, I thought I tore the shirt material. That's all. So what happened is you probably got hurt because you're the 96 Orange Bowl MVP and you bit it on a parking stop. <laughs> yes, get him that. I was an offensive guy, man. I was backpedaling. Hold on, hold on just a second. Yeah, I'm on a phone call, but okay. Next man. <laughs> he don't he's mess just, around. He's just doing his day job. He hung up on me yesterday. Hey, gotta go to work. Bye. He's a busy yeah. guy. What do you think I got going on? Hey, Maddie, could you believe Mosman didn't bags. even help me with the bags? Hey, man, I had to go buy some trash bags. I used two used trash bags. Stop. Would you stop? Oh, did you put the meat in a new bag because of the holes? Yes. Yeah, it's, that's what I would have done, too. Uh, well, would, Matt. You have called somebody that, would you have called somebody that owned a business and said, <laughs> hey, do you have trash bags? That's when he hung up on me. No, I probably would have gotten he, trash bags because he, he you allowed – DB to bring his meat to you. He, he was mad at me that I asked him if he had trash bags like I should have known better. So he hung up on me. He's yeah. No. That, that's, un, just, that's not true. 
we were talking and someone was coming in to pay money to eat food, so I had to then serve them. <laughs> Stop lying. Matt, were you mad that I asked out of respect? If, were you mad that I asked out of respect for trash bags? It was just the fact that I think you really in your brain thought we didn't have them. Well, I know well, you have inventory I, the trash bag. I don't want to take you for granted, right? I told you about the drinks and stuff that you put on your tab. <laughs> like, I don't want to be that dude. But it was the well, you, you when I buy a drink, you put it on your tab, and then you inventory it. I was like, you think I'm inventory and trash bags? It wasn't going to go good either way because you either think I'm inventory and trash bags, <laughs> or after every meal. After every meal, we walk out to the dumpster outside and dump the waste into the dumpster. You're an idiot. Whatever. <laughs> Were you mad at me about how I returned your whatever you call those health powders that I was taking? Did I put those in the yeah, right you order? Put, you did not put them back in the right spot. You, you, Matt, I'm not going to spend this whole segment arguing with you. <laughs> I did exactly what you told me to when I was done no, with didn't. the – the day before when you were in, they were all out of whack. But I did, I did it right yesterday, habit. right? You did. You're one for two. You're batting 500. Man, you're like was... a married couple, like, arguing about, like, who gets custody of this, that. He, I don't even understand. Oh, there's no custody. <laughs> <laughs> Verge just owns all. Hey. Uh... Possession. Possession is nine tenths of the law. Yeah, let's see, here he there goes. He there he goes. Hey, Matt. You know, I, I was asking DB about this during the break because I said, you know, Westside only having one football player down at state, and I was thinking, like, you know, with uh, you coaching at Scud, is there any crossover uh, represented at state from Scud? Yeah, we got a little bit, not a whole bunch. Wyatt Archer, of course, played safety for us, um, and then Stretch. And I'm sure I'm, I might be missing somebody, but those are the two seniors. So those are the stretch. Stretch is one of the six. I think stretch is six nine or six. Yeah, we'll call him six nine. He ain't six ten. <laughs> but yeah, good kids. I mean, they're they're ready. George was in last night after the game, and I was like, "Hey, good job." And just the permanent scowl. I was like, "Okay, good luck, buddy." Hey, he's awesome though. We talked to him yesterday, and. I don't know. You know him a little better. I don't know if it's a manufactured chip. He's either uber nope. competitive or you guys are like brothers from another mother because that dude stays on the gas. Yep. No, he just – his is probably because he's short. He's not very tall. <laughs> and he's from North Platte, which North Platte people are always us against. You think I'm us against the world. Jersey's like us against the universe. But <laughs> – does a great job and he's he and i he and i have a, a good time together like we'll we'll super intense dude and and he the devil to him is always in the details as you say damon so yep. he he loves he loves the work like yeah. he loves the practice and he loves to make them better not score